Bad, actually, it's a little bit of darts. Tough, tough, tough score to get 130, but yeah, I it know. happens sometimes. 140 happens a lot. How much is a bullseye? It's like uh, 12, 12, right? It's not even good. No, it's not good at all. You what, what you want to do is you want to land in like the triples, triple whatever. 20s, baby. Yeah. That's, how, that's how you get 180. That's how you can make people pop. It's always funny when you watch like professional darts when there's nothing else on TV. And the guy, like, they're getting really into trying to get those triples, and they'll miss just by slightly and land in like the one. And the guy's so disappointed. He's like, I got three points. I wanted 60. <laughs> uh, I'm going to, one day I'm going to go to a dart competition. They probably just overseas. get good and drunk at that thing. It eh? looks like the looks most so rowdy. ever. I mean, the athletes, <clears throat> quote unquote, probably get good and drunk. So <laughs> it's like when you look at professional uh, bowlers, you're like, this guy's an athlete? Yeah. All right. Uh, it's the Spanish Night Table podcast. It is September 22nd, the year 2016. And uh, the boys are back. Scotty is back after a one-week hiatus. Indeed. Oh, it's suspended shorter, again? Shorter suspension this time. It was just a <laughs> that's, how, that's how our system The test works. results came back negative. Actually, there was no test results. It was just that he didn't make it to the test in time. Yeah, so. right. That's a big only controversy went, uh, nowadays, apparently. We only went for the one-week suspension on this one. The thing uh, with us, with our policy, is the more you do it, the less the right. suspension. Right. We just start taking it down. So, we stop caring. Yeah. Yeah. That first yeah. offense is the the worst one. Yeah. After that, they're like, ah, eh, <laughs> slap on the wrist. Yeah. Take well, a we week clearly off. didn't scare him off at the 30 day. There's no stopping him now. <laughs> no, that's he's unstoppable. Ain't no stopping me now. Well done. Uh, we got a pay per view this weekend, which we're going to make our picks for later on in the podcast. But for right now, let's talk about some stories. Scotty, we haven't seen you in two weeks. So yeah. what's What's new? Uh, working a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. For where I'm living, I went and spent like $400 at, at Ikea on Sunday. Okay. What'd you get? I got a TV stand, coffee table, a glass case to put all my like statues and figures in, a mm-hmm. uh, side table, and a bed sheet. Because I was tired so of having floral bed sheets. That's fair. Yeah. How was your in Ikea experience? My in Ikea experience was great. Hmm. Because if you go to Ikea, it's this is not the, that's not what I usually hear. No, well, like it was Sunday. It wasn't that busy yet. It was busy when we were leaving. Um, but like when you go to Ikea with someone new for the first time, it's always fun just to go into all the showrooms and like yeah. play house relatively. Sure. Well, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. You know, take them around for the tour. Show them everything. Yeah. So everything I bought looks really fallouty. Like, okay. It's all like metal or like very curvy right. looking furniture. Looks like it's from a apocalypse apocalyptic wasteland yeah it looks like the last stuff that'd make it through hmm. so that was pretty dope uh have you guys ever heard of a store called rafters no sir this is my no. true highlight okay uh so the girl i went with was like hey if we have time we'll check out these other stores and she's like we can go to rafters it's not a like a necessity i was like sure we can hit up whatever we have time and i didn't know what rafters was i thought it was going to be just like more of the same shit we've been looking at, like furniture sure. and like bedding and stuff like that, towels. Yep. We walk in, the first thing I see is American Pop-Tarts and Oreos. Oh, Like wow. flavors that are just like, whoa. Jackpot. Yeah. So like immediately my eyes light up and I'm like, where did you fucking take me that they have import candy and like, and like half the store is like 
generic suburban housewife decorations and stuff like that and like bath bombs. And the other half of the store is just pop culture galore. Like framed jerseys, um, mm. walls of Funko. Uh, Place seems weird. Yeah, lots of. I got a big bag of Big League Chew for like five bucks. That's always a good move. Yeah, oh, we can't go move. wrong with some Big League Chew until 15 minutes into eating that piece of Big League Chew and it loses its flavor. <laughs> and you're like, well, I got probably got too much Big League Chew. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah, it's okay. I'll just grab another big pinch. Yeah. Uh, do, they, do they charge more because of import charges? I don't think so. I think they have someone who obviously brings it in. Okay. Because a lot of the stuff was like, oh, if you buy two boxes of Pop-Tarts, you get the third one free. All right, so that's not horrible. The Pop-Tarts were like two bucks more expensive than if you were to go to like a Safeway. Sure. And buy like generic flavors. But I had like Orange Crush ones today. How was that? They were a little too sweet for my liking. Too much, eh? A little disgusting. too much. That yeah, you, you know gross. what? Yeah, I'm glad I didn't have it for <laughs> breakfast today before I opened. Uh, I'm, uh, I find myself more often than not falling on the, the minority side, but I don't like fruit filled, uh, pop tarts, which is like 90% of them. I like, like chocolate. Oh yeah. You just like that. Like yeah. chocolate or like vanilla paste. Or vanilla paste. Yeah. Yeah. I think I like that too better, but it was okay. And then aside from that, I started watching American Horror Story the first season last night. Oh yeah. How's that? Really good. But I like it's something that I'm watching alone right now. So like I keep wanting to like text people who recommended it to me and be like, So what's up with this? Is this girl a ghost? Like, mm. why does she keep what you like wait for the show to tell you? Oh yeah, they're like, dude, just shut up and fucking watch it. I'm like, yeah. I want answers now, damn it. You would be one of those people. I, I am. I like be. to be someone who like I don't care about spoilers for the most part. <laughs> so like I don't care. I just want to be able to like watch stuff and then be like, oh okay, I see how that makes sense. You're now. making shows actively worse for yourself. Yeah, I know. That. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Which is uh, hmm. kind of shit. And then aside from that, uh, I've dabbled a little bit into season two of Overwatch. How many seasons? Oh, I was gonna say. Yeah, I thought that was American Horror Story. No, still. no. How many <laughs> seasons of American Horror Story are there? There, I believe they're on the sixth season right now. Okay, that's what I figured. I knew there had been a lot, and they're all like ten to twelve episodes. Yeah, and they're different, vastly yeah. different. There's not really a through yeah. line. Like, there. One's at a carnival. One's at an asylum. The one I'm watching right now is about a murder house. I'm yeah. actually shocked that Brando didn't know how many seasons they were, considering how often they run that godforsaken commercial on the. Oh, does it say the season on there? It's I, just the, the number six. Oh, Remember that man, show I think that we I'd... were like, oh, Monch, this looks like a show for you. <laughs> that was... I uh, I don't know that I ever put two and two together that the six meant that that was the season. Uh, as soon as I saw Brando, sense. I was like, oh, Brando's a big TV watcher. Uh, and then well, I was like, I like to think I'm a pretty average-sized TV watcher. I just feel like a lot of times on Sapphire, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I crushed this season of this thing. Yeah. I'm a Netflix watcher more mm. than anything. Yeah, I'm watching yeah. it on Show Me, so... Uh, yeah, as far as TV shows, I have three TV shows I watch. What are you into? Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, Better Call Saul. I don't even have a way to watch Walking Dead anymore, so I probably won't watch that until it comes. They just added the last season on Netflix, so I'll watch that and then wait a year. There you go. Mm -hmm. That's that's, that's fine. No other way to watch it. I kind of want to get, watch Preacher. Walking Dead's not even good anymore. That's what I've heard. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm too far in now. Yeah. I watch episodes of Walking Dead being like, this show... Isn't really even that good anymore, but uh, damn it, I better fi I gotta see how this ends. Mm. Did you do other shit in the background too, while watching it? Uh, no, not so much with that. No, none none of the shows that I'm like into, like the dramas. I do other stuff when I'm watching comedies and stuff. Yeah, that's old horrible. comedy. We'll watch the we'll throw the Office on or How I Met Your Mother, and I'll do a bunch of other shit while I'm while I'm doing that. But for the dramas, I pay pretty good attention. Yeah, fair enough. What did you guys get for ratings for competitive Overwatch? 
Oh God, not good at all. Twenty one, I think I'm at in season two. Twenty one. You started at twenty. I started at twenty three, hundred, yeah, and went down to twenty one. Wow. Okay, I sandbagged my matches. Yeah. And so I got nineteen hundred. Oh no, uh-huh. wait, thirteen and fourteen. I think aren't we? Are we at twenty? You're right. No, we are. We're twenty. Yeah, we're twenty. You guys are at tw- like twenty hundred. Yeah, that's crazy. Considering like, I sandbagged and was at nineteen, and I'm like still at nineteen ninety. I think now I've gone up just a little. I actually bit. went up. Yeah, my highest is twenty five something. Yeah, you're up at twenty five. Yeah, I'm down, but my season high is twenty three. Uh, last season I finished almost exactly where I started. Yeah, uh, me too. So I'm gonna see if that happens again. It was two levels below where okay. I started last year or last season. Yeah. That's that a fun was, game. That's a lot yeah, of fun. Still a lot like of fun. Game. Yeah. Um, What's th- new with you guys? One might say <clears throat> that is a game of the year contender. Tis the season, Warren, mm-hmm. Scotty. Yeah. Start working on your game of the year list. If and only there was a twice. podcast that I could submit my list to. No, sir. Video games. <laughs> Such a thing does not exist. Okay. Actually, I'm almost certain that the Talking Reckless guys will still be doing a game of the year podcast. We've actually... <laughs> joked about making our podcast called the game of the year that's podcast right. and only having one was, show every I year i was involved in that conversation yeah <laughs> that's not a bad idea uh so now that uh the weather's changing uh games are starting to come out in full force i'm like well i've got to play some of the good games that i haven't played now because i've been like doing stuff in the summer or whatever uh so i played uncharted 4 uh and goddamn that might be the best single player game i've played all year Warren. Good. Did you play the first three? Yes, I okay. played the first three. And I played them twice. I played them uh, when they came out, as they came out, uh, and I played the, the, HD, the collection. HD collection when it came out for the PS4 to kind of get myself ready for this one. And hot damn, I think Uncharted 4 is far and away the best one, which is uh, always nice for a fourth game when they had a trilogy, and then they're like, we're going to make another one. And you're like, you don't need to make another one. You made a good trilogy. Let's stop. And I made a four, and it was... Uh, yeah, like I said, one of the best games I've played in a long Very good single-player game. Did it feel like a send-off for the character of Nathan Drake? I'm not like, done yet. Oh, okay. Uh, I am I think I'm almost done. I'm Based on how long my friends have told me it took them to beat it, I'm right around there. And okay. uh, the story feels like it's starting to wrap up. So, uh, well, let me know when you're done. Yeah, tremendous game. People should play that game if they like those kind of games. Good. <laughs> I, I have no, nothing to say. I've never okay. played any of them. So it's like you're pretty much playing like Indiana Jones, the game to a degree. Yeah. Well, if you like, yeah, if, Tomb Raider. Brando people, was saying. Yeah. yeah. If people yeah, play exactly. the Tomb Raider games and like the Tomb Raider yeah. games, they like I'll that. play them eventually. Yeah. We had discussed your male Tomb Raider, where, where yes. Brando brings his PlayStation out to the living room, and I use that. So yep. well, we could do that somewhere down the line. I'll play it. Uh, but that is not the only games that were played this weekend. I also went and watched an elite level shuffleboard tournament. Uh, we'll put elite in air quotes. Sure. Yeah. Uh, as Warren Barris, uh, host of the Sat Pod, uh, and his friend Monch, uh, the, the literal friend, wrestling fan. Friend of the Sat Pod. Friend of the Sat Pod. Yeah. How's that uh, Twitter account coming? He hasn't tweeted in that. Uh, <laughs> teamed up uh, and played a little shuffleboard. Didn't go so well, did it, Warren? No, that's uh, uh, Yukon Jack's event that he holds uh, every year. Bi yearly, I guess, sometimes. And uh, yeah, we played this year. It was this is the, the 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 Dusty Roads Tag Team Classic, so to speak, of the two events. This is the doubles event, so okay. you need a partner to play. And uh, me and Wachi went. You play four games, which is in the round robin, and we lost all four. So we were eliminated pretty quickly, which was mm. okay because that opened the door 
for us to get really drunk, and that we did. Yes. That we did. That is, uh, on, on a pretty consistent basis, one of the drunkest I get all year. Yeah. That, uh, and you know what? Even th- this year, I, there, I hit a point where I was like, I don't, like, I've had a few drinks, and it's not hitting me, so maybe this is going to be the year where it just doesn't happen. And then an hour later, we're just like sitting there giggling, laughing our asses off like idiots. Yeah, having a a very pleasant conversation, sober conversation with uh, some nice ladies of the radio industry one moment, and the next moment, you're spilling uh, heatable Donair Highguard subs all over yourself uh, as you try and stuff as many down your mouth as you can. That was fun, too. When we got into those subs, boy. Yeah. It was like like feeding time. It was like when you come home and the dog has been into the garbage. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, fuck, we forgot to lock the garbage, and now it's everywhere. Yeah. That was us finding the box under the <laughs> microwave of Donair High Guard subs. Yeah. And then we let everyone get in there. Like, we didn't go even anywhere near it for the until first part like of the party. Yeah. 11, maybe of 11.30 at night. Yeah. And we had been there since four. Right. So we didn't touch them. And then <laughs> it was just like, hey, people have had their chance to get at these things. And people kind of went outside. Time, like, the garage where they kept yeah. them was empty, and we saw them, and we're like, oh, oh, here's oh. Have a couple of these. And then all of a sudden, the box was just gone. I yeah. swear to God, the thing was full when we Ruined. got at her. Ruined it. That was good. That was mm. a good time. Regardless of the result. Yeah. There was well, a, you know what? Oh, you can only go up from here. Like I was right. saying, the last thing you want to do is uh, go in next year for your second tournament and and, and get worse. Right. Uh, so you and you you can only go up here. So. Well, and as I was saying, it's, like it's long term booking. We know that we got to you know you job out your first year. Right. You pay your dues. Yeah. You pay your respects. Yeah. You eat some humble pie. Next year we win one, maybe two if we're lucky. Yep. And then the third or maybe fourth year we make the playoffs, and then within five years we win the whole thing. It's a five-year build. It's five a long, build. long five-year build. Stalling over here with his five-year plans. That's, that's what we're all about on uh, Team George Richards. So, is that your team name? Yep. That's the name of a uh, a big and tall shop. Oh, okay. I was like, that was. So I was like, is that a football player? That's why. Yeah. That's why me and Monchi, being a tall, slender man that he is, went with that name. I uh, also didn't know that as a uh, rather large gentleman. Mm-hmm. So you're not quite there. Not you're quite large like, enough. Yeah, that's another. You're not like super duper tall. No, I can I can still shop at a uh, at a regular person store. At a regular store. person store, but I'm usually Sorry, uh, I'm usually <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually uh, going to the back of the rack. Uh, yeah, to find searching those. for those purple, uh, yeah, the purple double yeah, X's. Being like, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, uh, you you want to be comfortable. That's exactly it. Yeah, especially yeah for a fat guy. I think I'm gonna stop wearing tight pants. Well, sure. That's I, a I blew the in two pairs of pants this week. Just, and like, hang that's, on, like that's, that's a, a revelation. Right yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we've really gotten to the kernel of uh, <laughs> bodies. Issues here. Yeah, we've had a break. All the issues going on in my life right now. That's the, the biggest pa- the one. Pants are the priority. Tight pants. Laying down on his shrink couch. So how many pairs of pants do you have now that you blew the crotch out of two? Oh, are you dude, still I wearing? Like, the I think I have two pairs of pants. They're yeah. like jeans. Yeah, and a pair of sweats. It's getting to that time for me too, where it's like, okay, eventually I'm gonna have to stop wearing shorts, and I only have like one pair of pants from last year, so I'm gonna have to go pant shopping at yeah. some point. I hate. And shopping. yeah, I don't want to go pant shopping and try stuff on. Hate it. The worst. It is the worst. Uh, okay, so yeah, we did that. We got drunk. Um, and then, uh, I well, I started. Within the last week, I've started and subsequently beat Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Yeah, the pirate one. Fucking great game. That's Tremendous the best Assassin's game. Creed game. I will say that is the best Assassin's Creed game. Take it to my grave. 
As someone yeah. who doesn't like Assassin's Creed, it looks like the best one just based off pirates. Exactly. You're pir- pirates make every video game better. Uncharted, Uncharted 4 is about pirates. So is Uncharted 3 and 2, kind of. No, or wait, is 4 straight just, about pirates? Like, 4 is like, like actual pirates, not like, oh, these guys were like old-timey salesmen. <laughs> well, like, there's always like the Somalian pirates that like try to get on your ship and shit. Yeah, no, this is like the the old historical pirates. Oh, this is like Yar Matey. Yeah, like the, the, the treasure, there's always treasure. Like Nathan Drake versus Bluebeard Booty. over here? No, you're not fighting called. them. Oh. These are pirates. This oh, is, takes place the... in modern day, and you are finding treasure based on pirates. Oh, in okay. pirate themes. You're finding cities. like the pirate's booty. Yes. Okay. Booty! Booty! <laughs> uh, that's Tell me about pirates. Game. Played right. that. Uh, almost gonna. I, I think tonight I'll end up 100%ing it, which is nice. Yeah. Ooh. I haven't 100% in Assassin's Creed since Brotherhood, which is uh, my other contender for best Assassin's Creed game of all time. And I think I, the best I can do is a tie. I can't pick one way or the other. They're both really good. You're going to have to, Warren. That's, that's not well, what this are about. Then I'm picking Brotherhood. All right. Ooh. Good. Just to be different. That's good podcasting. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, and other than that, nothing. I melted stuff this week. On our radio program, we're doing a, a bit called Will It Melt? And uh, we melt things, and I melted a dildo this week. Let me tell you about what melting dildo smells like. Okay. Not good. Not good at all. It's like, really bad. Because dildo's more than rubber, right? There's like some fucking yeah, chemicals put into that or, shit. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Are it's you worried fucked. that you're going to like inhale like rubber fumes? Is that bad? Yeah. Yeah. That's like hella bad. Inhaling someone... anything is yeah. Really you bad. shouldn't <laughs> inhale anything in your body. Oh well. As someone who does, except for air, air's okay. That's and even true. then, That's... we're putting all, all the fucking. What's shit so bad in the about air. rubber? Is it just just because it's uh, bad? chemically made? You could have like a lung fail because like rubber smoke is so dense. Oh. And like the fumes Good. and chemicals. Once in it, it once okay once the once you inhale it, if you inhale too much of it, and then once it sits, it solidifies back into a dildo. Mm. And then you have a dildo in your lungs. Just hanging out. Yeah. So have a fucking mini tire sitting inside that's you. Yeah. Well, I'm you want a still dildo here, in your lungs? So yeah, that's what true. all have you well, melted so far? Uh, we did a dildo. We did a paper, a styrofoam cup filled with water because somebody said you can't burn it if it has water in it. Not true. We did a four-liter jug mm. of uh, lemonade juice that was a quarter full. Okay. And then tomorrow we're doing underwear. Sure, you can burn underwear. Trust yeah. me. It's not technically melting, but oh, it's, right. it's all part of the shtick. So what did you just, I forgot there was a difference between burning yeah, I was and melting. Say, does it have to like melt melt, or do you just have to, oh, the thing I caught fire? It, pretty much, that's what we're looking for tomorrow. But if you it, put it on a hot plate or something, or a hot piece of metal, and put the fire underneath the metal, and put the underwear on top of the metal, I bet you you can melt the underwear to the Probably. metal. Probably, yeah. Without setting it on fire. There. Yeah. Entirely possible. My hot ass melt, melts my underwear yeah, all the time. That's true. It's a very current, uh, or it's a thing that happens to me all the time. Yeah, as a matter of fact. True. Are you glad summer's over now that you're gonna have less well, of I that? I fucking, I love, uh, I love fall. Yeah, Fall's if best only part. it wasn't fucking two days long. Yeah, it's true. It's officially fall as of today, as a matter of fact. Oh, well, me and Brandon were talking about talking this on the way up the stairs. Scotty thought it was tomorrow. I thought it was today, but then I almost convinced myself it was yesterday. Actually, it might have been yesterday. It's usually on the 21st. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, it was yesterday. December 21st. Yeah, I think it was yesterday. Yeah. But anyways, it's fall. Yeah, I had a nice drunken walk from the pub home, and I was just kicking leaves. Because, like, they've all fallen down for the most part. Leave kicking season. Yeah. Yeah, Why not? When in 
leaves, kick them. Super I think kicking. is the saying. Well, well next time, keep on super kicking leaves. <laughs> two days from now, it's going to be two feet of snow. You're not going to be able to walk home from the bar. We're, we're going to get a bad one this year, boys. Oh, Winter's going to we be spoiled this year. Awful. This last year we were spoiled, and they're going to they, we they, we are owed two winters. They're going to give us two winters <laughs> in one year. Yeah, it's going to happen, and it's going to suck the big one. This is when I am the most delighted that we live ten minutes from work, if that. Not even. Shit don't phase me anymore. I got a four by four. That's true. I got winter tires on my car, and I've never had any issue going anywhere. That's true. And I just have a little sedan. Yeah. 97 Sunfire. Funfire. 92? 97. All of my goons who drive me have good vehicles, so. There you go. I'm cool. Still no learners. Yet, I almost hey? got my learners twice. Mm. I guess that should be an update as well. Can you combine those into one actually getting your learners? No. no. Sadly, the East Indian lady behind the desk wouldn't allow that. Mm. You didn't even ask. How, uh, how close were you? Like two failed. questions left, and it was like make or break, and I like I'll I'll get it. I'll you know what, Sapod listeners, I'll have it before November. All right, you know, Scotty, you shouldn't say that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. you shouldn't make bold statements like that, Scott. Well, uh, eventually, remember. you keep taking that test, you keep forking over fifty bucks or however the fuck much money it is, and you're gonna 1740. get seventeen forty. Well, that's not too bad at all. I feel like it was more when I took it. I uh, think it's more if you get it. Because then they have oh, to print right. your license. Yeah, maybe that was it. it that's the price try. just to take the exam. <laughs> first try. Um, <laughs> so stoked. Yeah. The uh, How many questions was it, though, back then? Like 10? I don't remember. Probably 10, 20, maybe. 20. I bet you it was 20. I think there was like four different ones when I did it. One was 10, one was 20, one was 30, and one was 15 or something weird. Jesus. You had to do just all those? Random draw, whichever one you got, you oh. got sort of thing. You'd think that they would give you the same number no matter what. Nope. I think now they do. Anyway, I think they changed it. Where now it's just like, it's 30 questions. Yeah. Whatever yeah. it is. There you go. Scotty, you're going to have all those questions memorized eventually. So eventually. eventually. Just don't get the same one wrong twice. Working on the hill thing always fucks me up. Why is that? Because I just, I don't, like, when they're like, and my parents and a bunch of other people have tried to help me with this, and they're like, when you're parked on like the right side of a hill, mm-hmm. on the right-hand side, mm-hmm. which way do you angle your wheels? Are you going you uphill, uphill or down? Uphill. You're, you're parked uphill. Angle your well. You turn the wheel to the right. Yeah. Angle your wheel to the left. Yeah. Turn your wheel to the okay, right. Why do I do that though? Because then, then if, if your you, car starts backing up, it goes on the, the wheel is just going to hit the curb and stop it. If oh, your parking okay. brake fails, because everyone's like visualize it, and I'm like, but the way my brain works, because like cartoons and shit, I can visualize it going okay this way, and then goes in or that way, and it goes in. So like that question always fucks me up. Because you want your car to hit the curb. Yeah. yeah. Because like, that way you don't go into the middle of the street. Right. Or further down the hill. Yeah. So just, that's how I always Where's the it. option for E, I'm not going to park on a hill? Like, I'll just, <laughs> I'll walk. Or D, I'm going to trust that my brake holds out and yeah. park straight tires every yeah. time. It, whose brake has ever failed on a hill? Yeah. I've never heard of this happening. You ever been on the internet Especially one? in Edmonton. There's no hills here. There's one hill. There's one hill. And you can't even park on it. Yeah, you can't park on it. If like, you're not parking question. in the River Valley, you are on fucking dead <laughs> land, like dead even land. That's right. Another question right. that fucked me up real hard was like, if an emergency vehicle is going, how far can you follow behind? Or you're supposed to. Oh, Jesus. What's, What's the answer, it? boys? Well, what would be smarter? 50 meters. It's 75. Ooh, I put 100. I'm technically not wrong. I mean, 100, yeah, it's not wrong. That's a safe I, place to be. I, like, nobody's going to be like, hey, you're following too far behind. 
Like, get that question out of there. That's bullshit. The ambulance guy is going to lean out the window and be like, get closer, yeah, you hey, idiot. Get up here. <laughs> he waves you in a little bit, and then as you get too close. Too close. Oh, 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 get up. Back her up. <laughs> That's, uh, that is a dumb question. That is pretty stupid. You shouldn't give someone that question unless. All of the values are lower than right, the one. Right, exactly. Yeah. In which case, any smart person should just pick the highest one. Right. Being like, well, this can't be wrong. Which is probably what you did anyway, didn't you? You picked 100 because that was the biggest one? Yeah, I was like, let's play it safe. But like, I mean, technically, you're not wrong, like you said. Yeah! <laughs> you're being on the road. Like, if that same situation happened when you were on the road, and you're like, fuck, I forget how... You'd be fine. Far, yeah, then I'd be like, oh, I'll just be a play it safe and do 100. Yeah. Yeah. Air on the side of caution. Yeah. Yeah. We have time for one more thing. I think I'm going to tell my doctor off. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, smart. That's yeah. Smart. Well, let's put on, like, medication that was for, like, people who have bipolar disorder. Nope. I totally don't have that. Also, I now we'll I'm self-diagnosing myself. I was going to say, I guess we'll find out yeah. once you go off the we'll meds find if out. you have it or not. I haven't been taking it for a while now, so. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll Good. find out by the end Glad of this Glad I'm in this room with yeah. you. <laughs> so, yeah, if I, if I have a quick turn where all of a sudden I'm really mean, <laughs> we'll know. <laughs> so, thought I'd put okay. that out there. But okay. I'm going to be like, oh, you're a fucking quack to this guy. Mm. Well, that, oh, yeah, go and snap at your doctor, and then he'll be like, no, you're right. You have a very even temper. I'm just going to, yeah. Yeah, oh, oh you are. Yeah. And then oh, I'm sorry I was wrong. You're screaming at your doctor. Clearly, you're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> then I'll apologize natural nice right after. And then yeah. he'd be like, you do. Yeah. But I, I want to just, like, take the cup of medication and, like, throw it in his face. Why? Well, but, I mean. You take it. They make you feel good, don't they? No, or I didn't notice to any difference. Down. But the, the goal of that think, is to make you feel good. Sure. But, like, I think I was just naturally bummed out because of just things that were changing in my life. And then it was like, uh. Pretty sure I don't need to be medicated because I'm pretty sure I'm doing all right now. Yeah, you medicate yourself, self-medication. Yeah, booze. That that's the that's what our our uh, the thing we want to say to everybody is: if you are not feeling a hundred percent about your life, just drink it all away. Just drink. Do, it. Just drink it all away. Drink or smoke it away. Yeah, you, you just took do. it all up. Everything'll yeah. be okay. Maybe maybe combine it with the meds to mm-hmm. double the effect. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I mean, our subliminal message has kind of been that for a long time because it seems like every week when we come in here and talk about what's the best thing that happened in the past week, nine times out of ten, one of us is saying, well, I got really drunk. Yeah. So it's yeah, always it been a, a constant thread. It's been a theme. Week of pure shit, Warren, except I managed to find some time for some liquor <laughs> right. one day just to yep. numb the pain. Yep. Also mushrooms. So. Yeah, sure. You got to Yeah, those are on the list out. of things that are okay. Zoomers. Zoomers. For the most part. On that note, <laughs> anything zoom, else? Zoom on over to the news. Round table-wise, or should we just do the news? Uh, the I table. still owe, oh, how's your Twitter avatar treating you? Oh, right. I haven't talked about that on the show. Boris, so, I'll give you five bucks when I see you next. I'm not changing my thing to the stamps. We uh, No, this was the bet on the rematch. Oh. I still owe him $5, too. He, uh, he made a bet with me that said, uh, whichever team wins, other guy has to use the change his Twitter avatar to the opposite teams for an entire week. Mm. So, what Calgary wins? Okay, whatever. I'm not gonna, not gonna say anything because uh, he hasn't said anything to me. And a week goes by. All right, I'm in the clear. And then Monday this week rolls around. He's like, "Hey, I just remember that you're supposed to change your Twitter avatar." Oh, uh, shit! So then I changed. You should have been like I did, and then changed it back. You missed it. I should have. <laughs> I totally should have done that. Yeah. Opportunity missed, I guess. Well, but anyways, I'm like, so many people sneaky. follow you in our city, and obviously you're the city. Your thing is the city's rival team. Like, are you getting heat on, like, from your radio it's listeners? surprising, actually. There hasn't been anybody that has asked me. I've offered, like, I've been, like, I tweeted that one thing where I was like, I hate that my avatar is this. 
Yeah. And nobody's, like, a couple people asked, like, yeah, what's the deal with that? I've been wondering, and I explained it, but nobody's been like, hey, fuck you, I didn't know you were a Stamps fan, hey, fuck you, okay, man. Okay, so, so nobody's being, like, a dumb, hostile... I think I think people know me enough to know that I bet things a lot. Yeah. They're probably just like, yeah, oh, old Diesel lost another bet. That's okay. what that is. That or no one's actually watching. Have you yeah. lost any followers? Your follower count gone down? Uh, not that I've noticed. I don't know. Maybe. That's what I always feel like when I'm doing live news and I fuck something up really bad yeah. and no one says anything. I was like, no one's watching this. <laughs> <laughs> no one no one cares. We're good. I just yeah. imagine like eventually like you trip or something while holding a camera and this is like, we just lost 50 I, viewers. I kind of tripped once uh, back uh, early September. I was backing up and I had a cord coming out of my camera and I kind of stepped on it and it just kind of pulled me down. So I looked at the sky a little bit for a bit and then came back down to where I was supposed to be and no one said a word. There you Not go. a word. No one watches. Okay, now we can do the news, right? Nothing else? Sure. All right. And now. Spanish announced table news. More embarrassed. Brando had to work. There you go. Brando had to work today. So uh, we're going to just kind of slap some news together. Scotty has something. Why don't we start with Scotty's news? Yeah. Yay. Okay. Uh, do you want to start with Ryback? Sure. All sure. right. What's the best so way to start the lead news? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's lead in with the big guy. Uh, so I guess Ryback, Ryan Reeves, is changing his legal name to Ryback. Like Ryan Ryback. Good Lord. Ryan, Ryan Ryback. Yeah. Okay. He's going to keep his first name and then Ryback will be his last name. Thus, he can then use it on the indies. Because his real last name is Ryback. He <laughs> that makes sense, so I guess. So badly wants to use the name Ryback that he's like, oh, I'll just fucking change my name. He's pulling an Ultimate Warrior, pretty much. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Except the Ultimate Warrior just did it because he wanted to do it. Did he? he didn't no, actually... so he could own the name Warrior. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> a copyright thing. And, like, it's so Jesus. funny, the similarities between Ryback and Ultimate Warrior. Neither were great workers. Both were very big guys who were all about bodies. They were both huge marks for themselves. Um, and, you know, hopefully an untimely death is also... Uh... <laughs> oh, Jesus oh, Christ. wow. Just kidding. It's hopefully. Holy. What that... the fuck was you that? I'm in a dark place right oh now, guys. Okay. I'm going to death a lot upon a lot of people. Jesus. Take your meds. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> oh, so actually, yeah, I stole that joke from Suplex City Limits. So, all right. So. I will give credit to that. That was a Jim Vicious joke. Oh, you just threw them under the bus with you. No, it's okay. They're the, they're the podcast known for that. So, such uh, so that, the other story I had was Roderick Strong has now reported to the WWE Performance Center uh, to start training for NXT and get ready to be on NXT TV. Tell me about Roderick. I know the name, but tell me about Roderick Strong. Do Roderick's, we like him? Yeah, he's a really good in-ring worker. Roddy kicks ass. Like, all of the best things about him are in-ring. Uh, he's not a great mic worker. Uh, probably the only time he was like good on the mic or good like at like, you know, trash talking in the ring is in PWG okay. when he just kind of played up being a jockey asshole, so kind of being himself a little bit. So Roger Strong's good. I hope the best for him, but he's not good on the mic at all. Okay. So uh, he's held every that. title in Ring of Honor. If you uh, had to pick a manager for Roger Strong, who'd it be? Ooh. Um, Paul Ellering. 
I think yeah. it would be cool with that. Okay. If Paul Ellering just did all the talking for him and Roddy just came in and kicked ass, that'd be really cool. Sure. All right. Uh, what else we got for news? We have uh, John Cena is going to be taking some time off again. So apparently when he was off before and we were saying, oh, it's to film that TV show. No, it wasn't for that. I don't know why the fuck he took that time off before. But He's a part-timer. He Well, yeah, there is that too. He's uh, That's how he gets out of drug tests, I guess, is his thought process <laughs> there. He smoked the weed with Snoop Dogg all he wants now. Uh, he's going to be taking a hiatus uh, midway through next month for the second season of his show, American Grit. Uh, and it's pretty much the exact same timeline as last year when he left, except that this year he is going to be coming back for Survivor Series. Oh, okay. So he's gone for a stretch, back for Survivor Series, gone for a stretch, and then towards middle to end of December, he's back again. He's booked for that same uh, MSG house show that they run every single year. So Right. On what? Um, Boxing Day? Yeah, or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. Anyways, he's on it. So Okay. That's Cena's timeline. So is, That's kind of a, I mean, a bit of a spoiler because I it, so don't, don't think he's going to win it no mercy. Win the title, but who knows? Who knows? Yeah, maybe he wins it and loses it the next day on SmackDown, or the next two days on SmackDown. Uh, take this for what it is, I guess. I don't really know what this really changes, but uh, earlier this week, WWE purchased a new building for TV production. <laughs> Price was $26.9 million. Okay. Facility is a mile away from their company headquarters on uh, yeah, Yada. Uh, they've used uh, production for the past 16 years. Now they've got this new place. So yeah, I don't know if it's if it's better or if it, it sounds like it's just more space. Okay. They had 20,000 square feet and now they have 40,000 square feet. Well, so they had a TV production building already. Yep, yeah, right. And they just bought a bigger one. Another one. Okay. So I think they're running two now. Is what oh, this okay. means. So I don't know if that means is this we're where they do better? like all their editing. Sure, because <laughs> like obviously they have like their little trucks is. and stuff that they bring for Raw and SmackDown and like. I would assume yeah, like video packages, vignettes, yeah. the fucking white compound shit. Yeah, all of that stuff I would assume. Okay. And like the the pre shows with Scott Stanford, which I'm sure they do in Connecticut. Yeah. That sort of stuff. Yeah, that, that I would sounds about right. All goes on there. Uh, Cody Rhodes appeared on oh, this is spoiler TNA tonight. Oh, yeah, officially in. Earmuffs. Shit. Yeah, hold on. After uh, it's, he actually That's cares funny. about I don't TNA. Care. I, don't care. I just said I like spoilers earlier. Oh, there goes the music playing the wrong one. Um, yeah, he showed up uh, in TNA tonight after his wife uh signed with them earlier this week. I think I don't think we talked about that, that was last, last week. week. Did we talk about it as Maybe a wrestler? She signed. It. Uh, she's using the name Brandy Rhodes. This is the brilliance here. TNA, uh, I will, I rarely give them credit, but I will do it here. Don't do it. She used the name Eden Styles, is what she was given in uh, WWE. Therefore, they have no copyrights over Brandy uh, Rhodes. Brandy Rhodes. Because they don't own the Rhodes name. They just own the copyright to Cody Rhodes, which is why he couldn't use Cody Rhodes on the indies. Right. Therefore, by signing them both, they're going to be billed as Cody and Brandy Rhodes. Good. That's a fucking great workaround. I'll give Cody him that. With a K. That's not that. That's not true at all. It's for the C. <laughs> you should just do it with a K. Voids copyright. Because then whenever he's got to work singles, they have to make sure they never say Cody Rhodes. And then a backwards R. Not even like singles. Corn. Huh? Not even just like even in like tag matches. Yeah. Mixed they tag. can never say. It's, it's yeah. just Cody. I can't imagine they're doing a whole 
lot of the mixed tag matches, though. That's the program that yeah, they're working on. Yeah, well, yeah, the program, but like you have to imagine that if he's going to stay there, that's not going to be like they're not going to be a tag team for yeah. any prolonged period of time. Well, and as Boris brought up a couple weeks ago uh, when he was on the show, Cody said when he first left that he didn't want to specifically sign with one place. He wanted to keep things open. Mm. So I wonder how long this contract's for, how he can work other places. It is it's, like it's that, an open, I figured. It's an open deal yeah. from what I've heard. Where he can work for, because he's also working for Ring of Honor and New Japan. So, okay. like, Cody's all over the place right now. And I'm pretty sure if you're TNA and Cody says, hey, I'm willing to work with you guys and I want you to bring in my wife, but I want to do this other stuff too. If you're TNA, you go, yeah, we'll give you whatever fucking deal you want. No we just want you as a, the name value. Can we get the Road Scholars? Whoa. Oh my god, that'd be so sick. You think maybe they do just just once a one-off tag match? Just I'm to be so like, underwhelmed with Aaron Rex. I haven't watched it all, so I don't know. What do you think I'd call him? <laughs> That's a good question. Cody and Brandy Rhodes. Just call them the Road Scholars, but spell it R O A D. Sure. Road Scholars. Spell it K. <laughs> S K. Allers. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> with a backwards R. Yeah, and Z uh, at the end. Let's talk about Matt Hardy because there's rumors floating around that uh, WWE seems to be somewhat interested in oh, one Vince McMahon. Matthew. I knew you'd come. Uh, <laughs> Jim Ross posted a blog entry where he thought, uh, where he said that he thinks that that actually might be a good idea. He specifically said that they should bring them both in. Sure. Uh, and gave Matt Hardy big ups for the reinvention of his character in 2016, which. Uh, you, Say what you will about it and about how yep. bad it is on purpose. He did completely reinvent himself. Yep. People talk about Matt Hardy again. And he's very committed to this character. Like yeah. he, he, I haven't seen an interview with him where he doesn't play up the broken thing. Do you know what they're going to do? Do you know what they're going to do? Because they're WWE. They're going to go out and they're going to get Matt Hardy. And then they're going to go out and get Jeff Hardy. And they're going to come back and they're just going to be the Hardy boys. Literally no gimmick change whatsoever. And it'll be for one year and just it'll like, be really underwhelming. Just like the Dudleys. Just like the Dudleys. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the Dudleys, we've got an update on those guys. Uh, they are likely not going to be doing a lot of independent dates as a team. At this time, there's a lot of talk uh, circulating that Devon's going to be taking a job as an agent with the WWE. No. Oh. While Bubba wants to continue to work as a singles act on the indies. They're also still go. running their uh, wrestling academy as well. So Devon's going to find him some work, apparently. I think the Dudleys me. are booked for, like, obviously a quick show, but it's for Tommy Dreamer for that House of oh, Hardcore. The House of Hardcore? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, And that is all that I have. Did I miss anything? Anybody else want to talk about anything? Mm. I always feel like we miss a big one when we do these things. Yeah, it's always good to say, did anyone die after we read our news? <laughs> because it feels like we've missed some big deaths. Right. I don't think anybody did, though. So. No, I don't think we had any deaths in the past week. A little Ryback, he's still kicking? Yeah, he's still... Okay, no untimely no, death yet for no, him? Uh, nothing on Twitter, so... Much to your chagrin. Yep. Much to... <laughs> uh, are we, do you guys want to talk about yes. Cruiserweight Classic finale now? Or do you want to Ooh. save that for the end? Oh, I forgot we I guess that's kind of news. That. Doesn't matter. We sure, did, we'll, we we'll hit it now. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay, so there was the two-hour finale of the Cruiserweight Classic. Uh, the first prelim match was Zack Sabre Jr. versus Grand Metallic. Uh, it kind of made sense that Grand Metallic would go over and Zack Sabre Jr. wouldn't, based on the fact that one guy's signed and the other isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and Zack Sabre Jr. like has come out and said why he didn't sign a contract, even though he was offered. And he goes, 
what they're like, he's like, I don't really think they're going to be able to do much with me. And I know that a lot of people don't like my accent that are higher ups in the company. So he's like, what? They're not going to have me go out and talk. And they probably will tell me I'm too small to do a lot of things. Well, I'd be in the cruiserweight division, which would probably help facilitate the size issue. But yeah, I. You, they, they, but even they, that's got to have a ceiling at some point. Like, you yeah, well, I think that's yeah, if you're nosy. If, 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 if his goal was to come in and be like, oh, I want to be in the cruiserweight division and then I'm going to work my way up to like the main card and battle for their like main title, but I don't think I can do that because I'm too small, then yes, he has a point. And like, he knows that he's got such a high price on the indies right now. Right. So, and like, he's. Well, still, and this tournament's only going to help guys like him too, right? Yeah, like, the yeah. people have seen and been exposed to him then promoters are going to want to bring him in and they'll be willing to pay more money and he can jack the price up. Like Everybody's, there's more money to be made yeah. for less work. Everyone who didn't get signed, don't feel bad. Your price tags all went up yeah. because your exposure is maximized. Mm. Uh, following that, the other match we had for the semifinals was Kota Ibushi versus TJP. TJP. <laughs> Thank you. Of all the people to forget. <laughs> I, I forget his name all the time because I want to call him Manic. <laughs> Like, I want to call him his stupid uh, TNA name. Old Suicide. Oh, the original Suicide. Um, This match was incredible. Yeah. I mean, all three of the matches on this show were very, yeah. very good. Uh, This match was my favorite. Maybe my favorite of the tournament. Uh, although, there, God, there were some good ones back. And we and Warren were talking about how hard it was going to be to pick a match of the year. How, for me, I, almost have, to, Shit. For me, yeah. I almost have to go and just pick a match of the year from that tournament. That's not and how lists work, Brando. Nope. Nope. You, know, you pick one. We don't make lists, you though, right? You pick one. You pick one. Do we? That's what I was saying. Do We We don't make lists, though, for this, do we? We just no. pick one? No, it's true. We yeah. generally throw a couple nominations out and go like, oh, that was good. This is good. But this year, there's so it's many impossible. so far. It's so impossible. Like, I think if I had to say my favorite match of the tournament was Kota Ibushi versus Brian Kendrick. Yeah, that one was. That one might really be mine, too. Like, that was just. A great match, and then the storyline afterwards with Brian being emotional with Daniel Bryan. Yeah. You're like, holy shit. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's what I, for for that. I almost have to just be like, okay, this is the best match from this tournament. Now I can just stop thinking about this tournament and put that match up against all the other WWE yeah. matches and stuff. Yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of good wrestling on that. Cruiserweight Challenge is great. Yeah, as a whole. It was. Uh, and I went into the live special being like, hopefully they can stick the landing on this thing because you knew they were kind of going to be tipping their hand a little bit because of who they had signed and who they didn't. And you were pretty sure that the two guys who were going to be in the finals were Grand Metallic and TJP. Uh, so then it was like, hey, well, you guys better uh, tear the house down because you don't yeah. have that kind of feeling of like, oh, I wonder who's going to win this. And they did. It was a really good match. Yep. And then obviously the final. Final, we had Grand Metallic versus TJP, uh, which I believe ended in a submission. Yeah, knee bar. Uh, yeah, knee bar. TJP was taking a lot of people out of this tournament with that knee bar. Mm. Uh, and then Triple H came and presented him with the trophy, and they showed off that new belt. What do you guys think of the belt? I like uh, it. Yeah, I like the I purple it, theme. Yeah, and Cruiser I like waves. that it's it's not big and gaudy. Yeah. Because it's like more uh, it's a worker's belt. Crest. Yeah, totally. It's not like, let's do a purple WWE yeah. logo. If they would have done that, I would have probably been like, I'm so done with WWE's title yeah. belts. Um, so, yeah, overall, uh, I'm kind of sad this tournament's over. Yeah, me too. In one sense, now they're like, it ended at the perfect time because Lucha Underground is just starting up again for I season that's three. That's not very good this season. What? That's it's, what I've heard. I'm enjoying what? it. What? Okay. Warren, have you seen any Lucha yet? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I watch all four seasons. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Catch up, man. It's pretty good. I'd like to know your take on season three. Okay. Because I think they're they're shooing in a lot of storylines that will pay off later, I think. All right. Um. Well, yeah. And, and timing-wise, like you say, for that to come out. Because they run on Wednesdays, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, Wednesdays was a busy day for wrestling. Between that, NXT, mm-hmm. and then Cruiserweight. So... Uh, what do you guys think of the tournament overall? Are you hoping to see another one next year? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Probably. another one yep. of that. I want a women's tournament, which I've already seen some reports saying that they're thinking gonna about They're going to do it. one in January or something like that? Fine by me. Make that happen. Fucking get a super heavyweight one. I don't give a fuck. Let's do more of these. What about these yeah, were great. Are what if the Dusty Tag Team Classic was not just an NXT and it was all brands? Okay, so and, you had some NXT, some like, yeah, main so a, a, a couple teams from Raw and SmackDown, and then sign a couple random indie teams to just get exposure and job. Sure, yeah, yeah. that's not bad. Do like thirty-two teams or something, maybe a little bit less, just because you have obviously a lot more people yeah. involved. I'd be I'd be fine with sixteen teams, and every week you got two matches, and you got like a good vignette backstory on like who this team is if you'd never seen them before. Sure. Or if they were to bring back a team like the Headbangers for something like that, and you'd be like, hey, if you didn't know, they were big in 98 and 99. The only thing that I'd worry about, just because tag matches, there's there's really only so much you can do with a tag match. You got to build a hot tag. You know what I mean? That it would just get a little repetitive, maybe, if you do more teams than what they did last year. But What was last year? 16 teams? Was it that many? I thought it was less. It was sixteen, but like half them weren't even televised. Like they're like things took place at like NXT house shows. You're like American Alpha beat the hype bros, and you're like, oh yeah, 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 that's right. Uh, Yeah, I'm stoked. So yeah, cruiserweight classic. The cruiserweights are on Raw now. We'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah, they have a real. Obviously, you do a 64 man tournament, and your champion looks really strong after going through those guys. So hopefully, they don't just flip the belt off of them real quick. It was 64, 32, you mean? No, Cruiserweight was 64. There's no way it was 64 wrestlers. Yeah. 100%. I had no idea. That seems I like a I would have thought 32 as well, but. I nope. thought it was 32. No, nope. 64. That is a lot. That does seem like a lot. I don't think they signed 60 names. Uh, no, they actually signed. had signed. Uh, they had a, probably more than that signed, but it was 64 wrestlers. For sure. Really? I thought it was 32. Yep, that was a really good tournament. <laughs> I uh, I loved it. Big fan of it. Yeah, it was More it was quality that. wrestling. It was the closest for someone like Brando to get to something like um like PWG 32. Bola, like where you're just like, oh, I'm I, pretty sure it was thirty. I'm gonna yeah, look it up. Keep 30. talking. Might have been thirty-two. <laughs> Sixty-four just seems like a lot. Like seems we're like, like a lot, yeah. mm. I'm trying to count rounds. It was sixteen. I think for how many rounds there were, it was thirty-two. Yeah, you might be right. I'm probably thinking of. The NCAA. And, and even 32, I remember being like, that's a, that's a fair amount of wrestlers. Yeah. Because yeah. when we were going through the list, I was like, I know probably three-fourths of the names. 32. I yeah, 32. Yeah. There you go. I was getting, the more, as we were like getting away from it, I was thinking, I was like, oh, 64 is a lot. I wonder if it was 32. <laughs> yeah, you're like, shit, I wish you could take probably this Probably say something. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, let's, uh, let's slide on over to the Monday Night Roll. Now get the cards, the drugs from my generation. Didn't write down where we were, and now I don't remember. 
Hmm. Who got booed? Oh, you're in Memphis, Tennessee in the FedEx form. There you go. Look good at you. Body. That's good memory. That's really good memory, actually. I'm not even going to double check that. I'm just going to take you at your word. They're in Memphis. You sounded pretty confident with that answer. Uh, the show starts with Roman Reigns coming to the ring. Uh, he literally says, I've been waiting all week, and then gets interrupted by Stephanie McMahon, which I thought was a nice touch. They seem to have done that a couple weeks in a row where they're not letting Roman talk, and I don't know what that means. Probably that he can't talk. Maybe, or they just don't <laughs> want people to boo him as much. Yeah. I don't know if that's their way of trying to counteract that, but it seems like that, that's been and like something they've tried to do for a few weeks now. Because as soon as Roman starts talking, the crowd generally starts booing. So if he gets cut off by, like, Stephanie McMahon, I guess they can be like, oh, no, those boos were really for Steph interrupting Roman Reigns. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. Uh, Stephanie McMahon comes up, then Mick Foley interrupts her. He then puts Rusev and Seth Rollins, the people who interfered in last week's main event, in a match against each other. And then Reigns says, well, what's in it for me? And then Foley books Reigns versus uh, Rusev for the United States Championship at Clash of Champions. And he will face Kevin Owens in a non-title steel cage match tonight on Raw. That was a weird way to announce it. It was. Where Mick Foley's like, we're going to have a rematch. Yeah. And then Steph's like, oh, it's not going to be for the title, though. And the crowd must have just been so deflated. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Uh, I do kind of like how they've really pushed and gotten over the fact that that Mick is the the day-to-day operations. He's booking the matches and Stephanie's bigger picture. Because mm. it just feels like that Mick can come out there and interrupt Stephanie and be like, boom, here's what we're going to do. This and this, and then you guys are going to go, and then you two are going to go, and then you're going to go tonight in the main event. Like, it was just, he was Steph's firing, like, bang, bang, so to speak. He's got to be like, oh, Steph, just trust me! <laughs> trust me! I got this! Uh, that Seth Rollins-Rusev match is first, and it ends in a double countout. Both men brawled to the outside, got counted out, uh, therefore a draw. Rollins then hit Rusev with a crossbody off the top of the announcer's desk onto the uh, onto the floor, which Michael Cole, seven, seven God bless top. him, he he tried. He, got, he was really pushing to get this over as he's given... He's giving uh, Seth Rollins the old, you, you've got a title match on Sunday, Seth. Think of the consequences. Don't do this. This is not. And it was like less than I've, a top rope dive. I've <laughs> fallen out of my bed farther. <laughs> yeah. Seth does way more risky shit on the regular. They really wanted to make this seem like a big deal, and yeah. it really wasn't. It's like it they were just like, they probably were like, oh, let's do a big stage spot. And then they got up there, and they're looking around. They're like, man, our stage is like two feet off the ground. Yeah. And there's nothing really to climb. <laughs> then we go backstage. Dana Brooke and Charlotte. Show Mick Foley exactly what we talked about last week, that the number one contenders match ended in a double pin. Foley then agrees, and he makes Sunday's women's match a triple threat between Charlotte, Sasha Banks, and Bailey. And then Charlotte uh, pushes Dana. She slapped Dana. Yeah. Right in the face. Slapped her right out of her shoes. Um, I felt bad for Dana, not only for losing her shoes, but also because she's the only person who didn't get pinned and somehow didn't get into yeah, this she's match. Yeah, she in. And, like, think about the crowd reaction she got when she stood up to Charlotte, like, last week or the week before. Like, I know it's sad to say, but the people kind of give a fuck about Dana Brooke being the understudy or being pushed around by Charlotte. I think that you can still keep that going, though. Like, I don't think it's time to pull the trigger on that yet. That seems too quick. Yeah. Continue to have Charlotte be this bitch, and it's going to build and build and build. I don't want to draw the similarities to Triple H Batista, but that's what comes to mind. 
Same uh, thumbs thing, up, thumbs down spot. Keep poking, keep poking, and eventually she attacks and does something crazy. First thing I thought of during this whole thing was Sandow and the Miz. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. everyone wants him to turn on him. Hopefully they don't fuck this one up as bad as they did that one. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Uh, Braun Strowman defeats Sin Cara, who uh, is. Uh, they did. Uh, did have you watched the most recent Botchermania yet, Scotty? No, I have not. That that couple weeks ago when it was Sin Cara and Strowman, and they did the interview, Sin Cara backstage, and his mask, and it was just like, oh, I'm just gonna defend the week. and you could like <laughs> barely understand what he was saying. Uh, one of the endings to Botchermania was uh, uh, him, but they dubbed in Kenny's voice from South Park, South Park and, it, <laughs> and then it shows him throwing Braun throwing him, and saying, "Oh my God, that they killed Kenny." Wish- it was great. It was really good. I just kind of wish that was uh, how Sin Cara sound all the time now. They shouldn't, like, either cut that mask open or don't have him talk because it's dumb. But anyways, he didn't talk this week, so maybe mm. they've already listened to that bit of advice. He still got beat, though. Braun Strowman uh, caught Sin Cara mid-flippy off the roof. Yes. <laughs> a flippy salt, Springboard moonsault, I guess you call it. Uh, and then hit a running power slam for the pinfall. This is after, he, like, he was on the outside of the ring, ran in the ring, and then caught it. I thought it was a really cool finish. Like, yeah. a really cool finish. Yeah, power slam. I like it. He fucking finishes guys with, like, he's finished them with, like, ten different moves. Yep. And I like that. I like yeah. the fact that with Braun Strowman now, like, and it's so funny how we flipped on him so much versus a year ago. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. But, like, yeah, the, the brand, fact that brand split was good for him. Yeah. He's somebody who the brand split genuinely did help. But he can catch a guy, and he's so strong, or so, he can just, like, Ended out anywhere, kind of thing. He's so strong, he probably doesn't even know when Sin Cara lands on him. <laughs> he's probably like sees him and he's like, "Oh, you're on there." It's oh, only okay. a visual thing. He has to yeah. look over. Yeah. Uh, he's still got to work on selling punches. That's his one downfall. Is yeah. that like, he just shouldn't? Especially for a smaller guy, he doesn't need to snap ah. back as much as he does. Ah. There needs to be certain levels. I wonder if there. at some point there. when he was just not like, I remember Undertaker getting mad at him. That he wasn't selling punches. Yeah, so maybe he just went. But I wonder if, like, Undertaker's like, mm-mm, that shit ain't gonna fly. Yeah, and now he overdoes it. Just yeah, yeah, sure. and then, but Undertaker's be. sitting at home being like, good on ya. Yeah. Uh, tag match, Charlotte and Dana taking on Sasha and Bailey. Dana trips, or not trips, she kind of held onto her legs as she tried to do the uh, Bailey to belly. Allowing Charlotte to then hit like a big boot slash super kick that the camera crew kind of missed. Yeah. Uh, and picks up the win. So Charlotte and Dana defeat the baby faces. There you go. Moving on. What should have happened two weeks ago when Bailey pinned Charlotte, in my opinion, but that's, uh, we've buried that issue in the past. Bo Dallas. Is that, is, was that how Bailey got into the, the conversation, though? By pinning Charlotte? I guess so. Yeah, yeah, technically that would be like the thing that really. I don't. I don't want her in the title match either. But that's. You just want Sasha Charlotte. One I more don't. Time? I I don't. And it's not even that I want that. I just don't think that Bailey's first title shot, a should be this quick, and b should be in a triple threat. I feel like there's more to be made on just her against the evil Charlotte heel when she overcomes or doesn't overcome. You know what I mean? Like I said, just. Yeah, There's I don't. Way I don't too think many she's triple threat matches recently. Yeah, way too many. Yeah, I feel like WWE really loves triple threats. Yeah, like they've all of a sudden just gone nuts on these triple. And I think threats. it's always their kind of their transition from one program to another. It seems like in between two like singles matches, they're always like, "Well, we're gonna like like have the two guys who are fighting the champion on both ends of this be in a triple threat match with him." Like this is yeah. Dean. This is Dean and. AJ and John Cena with their triple threat going into John Cena and AJ probably singles. So 
And this is after Dolph Ziggler also had a chance to find himself in that match for a triple threat against Dean and yep. AJ and then lost. And yeah. But yeah, they were just rumoring, oh, it could be a triple threat. That's how they always chain them together. Anyways, uh, Bo Dallas defeats uh, local jobber Gary Graham. Mm. I liked his hair. He's a big man. He's not bad. Well, he was a boast Dallas sized man. Yeah. Bo Dallas is a stud this week for sure. He did uh he did his uh crossroads, cut a cut a little rhyming promo as he usually does. A boem. I hate a boem. That's not bad. Is he calling that or did you come up with that? I don't think he's called it that yet. It's not bad. You should tweet him. You should, I will. You, you tell him. I, I love Bo Dallas. I saw the arrest video on TMZ. Of him getting out on the airport or whatever. God, I didn't know there was video. Yeah, yeah, he's so nice and polite. They're like, "Sir, have you had too much to drink?" And he's like, "Maybe, like, I don't know. A couple people think I'm being a little too obnoxious right now." They're like, "Where's your bag?" He's like, "Over there, sir." And I'm just like, "How could you be mad at this guy? He's so polite and nice." <laughs> just went into like WWE character, like, yeah. "Well, maybe, maybe I just need to settle down." <laughs> And you know what? Smile. I could probably settle down a little easier if you all just believed and he puts up the thumb. Sir, please put down your yeah, arm. Everyone draws their guns. <laughs> He's got a weapon. <laughs> Gonna hit him with a um, spike. I still, I still don't like that he's going with this. Only I can believe in Bo, but walks around with a sign telling everyone the campaign to thing. Yeah, fucking, that's it's one or the other. Pick a lane, buddy. The Pick one thing I think that when he said it this time, and he still needs to do a better job communicating it. Is I think only I can believe in Bo is a reference to him not having any more partners, and I got that just from like the rest of his Boem, where he was like, "Oh, I was rolling," because he was talking about how he was rolling with other people, and then yeah. he's like, "And now what I've learned is only I can believe in Bo." Just to se- to signify his separating. Right. From- it still doesn't make sense that he well, would then- carry around the sign or wear the outcast. Or wear the outcast. <laughs> is he still rocking the? Oh outcast yeah. Oh, absolutely. Odell is buy some new gear. I mean, maybe they just want, like, that he is an outcast. Maybe, yeah. But the fact that they should have dropped it. Just outcast. Or outcast. Yeah, like, it's a stamp. Outcast. Oh, okay. So maybe, yeah, maybe it's just oh. his gimmick now. But it was the exact same thing. Like, it was outcast yeah. when they were the outcasts as right. well. So, anyways, it's just, it's a weird thing. But I'm on board with the Bo Dallas. I like it. He's he's, he's vicious and quick. And I needed I something. Like yes, he did. Uh, best of seven series. Number six, mm-hmm. Cesaro defeats Sheamus after hitting the uh, neutralizer. Series now tied 3-3, and we find out that the final match will happen Sunday at Clash of Champions. That was lucky Who how that worked out. Who would have thought that after, uh, when they, when they first, way back when, when they first started this, that it would all cap finalize at a pay-per-view? Yeah, as Who thought it was going to sometime, seven? Sometimes the schedule just works out well for them. <laughs> I swear. They're the luckiest company in the world. And they are still very vague in that the winner gets a title shot. Mm-hmm. They've not they've not shown their hand any which way. Because they probably this. have no fucking clue. No, they're not totally sure yet. Uh, Chris Jericho comes to the ring. This is after he had been talking backstage with Kevin Owens about how mad he was at Mick Foley for uh, picking on Owens ever since he won the title. So Jericho decides to make a list of all of the things that he's done, that Foley's done wrong, and he's then going to give it to him. So he comes to the ring to read his list of grievances about Mick Foley, uh, but then he gets interrupted by Enzo and Cass. Uh, They then get interrupted by the Shining Stars, who then get interrupted by the New Day, and then uh, Gallows and Anderson come to the ring as well. They say they're going to take the titles on Sunday. Jericho tries to leave. He gets jumped on the ramp by Sami Zayn. Zayn beats up Jericho, tosses him into the ring. Then a brawl broke out between everyone. 
There you go. So this the is like a, okay, who don't we have a segment planned for? Can we put them all in one and then the show's done? Yeah. That's what it we, felt like to me. We, uh, w- there was a point where all the tag teams were in there and Jericho had left the ring where I actually thought, I was like, was Jericho just an excuse to get all these people out there and then he just went backstage again? Left. Like, he's like, well, they're, they're all out there. But then he started fucking yammering on on the floor, too. I saw a lot of people on Twitter complaining that, that all these tag teams interrupted him. They wanted they wanted to hear more of this list, which I, I kind of hey, agree with a little bit. Chris Jericho has been known to throw out a pretty funny list. He's he, a man, uh, master of the list. He is yeah. in peak Jericho form again. Oh, like, yeah. every week he, he comes out. In a while. And I have a theory. I have a theory now. Okay. I've backed off of my whole Montreal screw job because I feel like there's no way that they can actually do that because people would lose their shit. I think if you need a match to book for that uh, for that card in Toronto where we are, as you know, bizarro world, as fucking Jerry King Lawler always likes to call us, where we cheer the heels up here, the only way that you're going to get people cheering for somebody more than Kevin Owens, I think, is Chris Jericho. Yep, totally. So you have him turn face. Owens turns on him just like Sami Zayn predicted. And then Jericho gets a title shot at Survivor Series. Yeah, I think we talked about it a little bit last week. Was it during an email or something where we were talking about, well, what should be next for Sami? We're like, well, this has got to be leading for the leading to the Chris Jericho match. Hmm. The whole uh, Sami Zayn getting in Jericho's head and being like, oh, you know, he doesn't treat you, uh, yep. treat you very well. And not a very good friend, and then Jericho hopefully will be, and hopefully you're right, hopefully it's for that Toronto show, will be like, well, it, let's do it. It's, it's time, baby. Yep. Yep. As sad as it is to see, like, the best friends come to an end or whatever. Yeah, but that, it has to end at some point, Oh, yeah, right? definitely. And it's, Nothing gold been great. can last. They've been great. They've been great together. Uh, okay, we got uh, New Day, Enzo Mori, Colin Cassidy, and Sami Zayn taking on Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, and the Shining Stars, and Chris Jericho. Uh, in the Teddy Long special, Enzo Amore eventually gets the pin for his team after Big Cass uh, did the... I don't even like saying the name of that move. It Bada boom, shakalaka. <laughs> On to Epico. So. There you go. <laughs> the faces win that one. Mick Foley then comes out. He would like to introduce us to the cruiserweight division. He botched this shit. Like, oh, he just, this is rough. He, he just stumbled on his words really hard. His yeah. opening monologue was just a trainer. He rattled himself on the opening line, and then it didn't get any better after yeah. that. As <laughs> soon as he started saying it slowly, too, I was like, he has no idea if he's on the right track right now. I can tell. You can he's, see the As he's saying turning. it, he's yeah. trying to think about what he just said. He got there eventually, but it wasn't a fun process for anyone. No. Uh, he brings out Rich Swan, huh? Grand Metalik. There you go. Cedric Alexander. Joyce. And uh, Brian Kendrick, the oh. Brian Kendrick, and then announces that they will be having a fatal four-way match, and the winner will be the number one contender for the Cruiserweight Championship at Clash of Champions. Okay. Great way to do this. That's great. Tremendous. Why the fuck wasn't TJP on commentary? Yeah. I, yeah. I have like, no Just like, why wasn't the champ that? there, even in a backstage thing? Yeah. Because it was like, he just won the title last week on the most talked about thing of the week. Why isn't he on Raw when the Cruiserweights de- debut? All you needed to do was have him. He didn't even have to talk on commentary. Just have him sit at ringside and have a couple questions get asked. And put the belt, the big shiny belt, on the table. Yep. Like, this is my dud for the week for Raw. No TJP. Mm-hmm. Just, well. Especially when you look at the reactions that, like, that, that these guys got as they came out. It's pretty obvious that a lot of people, and especially people that are watching Raw, your casual fans that don't have the network, that aren't watching this stuff, they have no fucking clue who these guys are at all. Except for maybe Brian Kendrick. 
and even then, that's enough time Long has been time removed. Yeah, there, where... yeah, there's a lot of time. It was what 2008 was his last run. I mean, God. he's got he got fired in 2009, but he's got the best chance of people recognizing him. But even then, it's still not great. So when you know that you need to establish these characters and have them mean something, and you got to do it quickly, it just it blows my mind that they don't bring on the champion. Yeah, to, like, yeah. Not even a video. Not even like a big video package for him. Nope. Nothing. Nope. Just he's the champ, and that we'll see him on Sunday. I do want to give a tip of the hat, though, to Rich Swan and Cedric Alexander. They worked great with each other in this match. Everyone was good, obviously. Mm-hmm. But just those were the two guys that I think really stole the show. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Kendrick, I think, is the best choice far and away for the first title defense because he can play the heel. Uh, he can he knows the WWE style to a degree where the WWE is probably putting him in there being like, well, we know what we're going to get from him. Yeah, we, we know yep. it's going to be. Yeah, he he doesn't have the athleticism as all these other guys we could put in there, but he's going to have a good match with with uh, Perkins. He's a safe bet for them to put as the first number one contender, like to yep. go on a pay per view on Sunday. And like me and Warren were saying, he's the only one who really has a good character right now. Like coming, oh in. yeah, like he is. Uh, like all the other guys are obviously tremendous wrestlers. And and uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Grand Metallic. No. Rich Swan. Rich Swan Dancing has, has obviously kind of a little bit of a sure. a thing he's working on. Um and Grandma Talik is just a luchador. Like my other dud is always that they... been kind of the start and end for luchadors in terms of character in the WWE is you wear a mask and Especially you if you can't speak English. Right. Uh my dud though is that they changed Grand Metallic's music. Like it's still like very similar. Did they? Yeah. Yeah, it's got a little bit more at the beginning before it gets into the hmm. Mexican horns. The horn, it's not even like the same like melody or whatever. It sounds like it's the same band, probably. Oh, really? I thought the melody was the same once it got into No, it. it's a different song completely. Because huh. I really liked that first one to the point of I think I downloaded it. Hmm. So I really like uh, that's really me just splitting music. hairs though. The no TJP thing is fucked though. Um, the other thing I liked is that they're uh, they've they've named Kendrick's finisher the bully choke, they've named it the captain's hook, yeah, which I really like a lot. Now, do you guys think that it could be the bully choke on a network thing? But on Raw, because Raw is so PG and so many kids watch Raw, yeah. that we can't choke. have the move be called the bully choke. I'm, so, I'm always, to this day, surprised they kind of changed everything and left choke slam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. They, they're they're that. very against like, the BSR program against bullying or whatever. So, hmm. And apparently, like well, it was changed like too. earlier that afternoon. Where, like, I have no idea, came with the Brian Kendrick, and they're like, can you come up with a new name for that move? Because that doesn't fly. And they're like, he's like, what about the captain's hook? And you're like, okay, that's kind of neat. Yeah, it works good. Mm. It works for me. I can't wait for Brian Kendrick to have a pirate gimmick now. He already, I think he's, uh, hopefully he's as close as he's really going to come get. flying in on a rope like Paul Burchill did. Pirate Paul Burchill. dope. That was pretty sick. <laughs> I remember loving that. As Coming soon to Velocity Near You. Uh, main event, steel cage match. Roman Reigns taking on Kevin Owens. Uh, Reigns managed to hit the floor by going over the top rope. Just a, uh, just a sea hair before Owens uh, went through the door. So it was uh, very close. Very tight. But he made it. And then Rusev comes out, attacks Reigns after the match. Reigns gets the upper hand. Owens then kicks the door of the cage into Reigns' face and then yells at Rusev, Why don't you machka something? Nah. Which that was is great. maybe my, my highlight of the week. Rusev uh, rolled Reigns into the cage, changed the doors, uh, chained the doors shut so Owens could continue to beat Reigns down. Rollins 
then eventually runs in, scales the cage to make the save. He hit a crossbody from the top of the cage onto Rusev and Owens. Then all four men laid in the ring to end the show. I looked up for stuff that happened afterwards, and there was nothing. It None? Just, they kind of brawled a bit, and then I think Rollins was the guy that stood tall at the end of it. So There you go. I like the finish of that match. Of like, oh, they're both trying to escape the cage. And like, Roman Reigns must have fucking he was, fell. He was just, yeah, he like, was he must have taken like a bit of a leap of faith to just go like, well. Fuck it. Yeah, no yeah because I was like, oh, sweet. Reigns is going to be climbing down. Yeah. And I thought they were Owens trying to do a tie. Out. And then yeah. Reigns is just like. Or, yeah, or a tie or like Owens beats him by a couple seconds. Like he's like almost on the ground and then Owens just rolls out the door. Yeah. But that was not the case. So I guess we give a tip of the hat to Roman Reigns for jumping off the cage to the sure. floor. Yeah, why not? Why not? Sure. Not easy for a big fella to do. Those knees, you know, it's take a toll. Studs and duds. Uh, my dud will be the kind of tag team Jericho segment, uh, just because I thought there was too much going on, which is a shame because I thought when Jericho was starting it off, it was okay. Yeah. Uh, and then even through the match, the match didn't do a whole lot for me either. Uh, and then my studs, I'll do the uh, the cruiserweights, uh, who I thought, yes, obviously the TJP thing, I agree, he should have been there, but I thought... The match itself was tremendous. Yeah, it was, it was a great really match. Good. Yeah. Like, which, it, and that's, that's what they got to come in and do week after week, right? Like, if they are not going to be afforded the story development time and that kind of thing... If their job is to come in there and be like, hey, you're going to be the match that like almost steals the show every week, then th- this was a good start. That was the coolest part about that, too, is watching the crowd go from at the start to being like, oh, okay, this is like, I don't Who know. Who are these Who guys? Are all these guys to like, by the midpoint, they're like, this is kind of cool. And then by the end of it, they were they're fucking hooked. loving it, right? Mm-hmm. So With the captain hook. It's going to be a bit of a learning curve for those guys, but I think they'll do just fine. It, it, it It's all going to depend on the booking as well, because there is the whole... Fear of them WCWing this whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Having them go on after a better match. But fingers crossed that that doesn't happen. Uh, you're, you've already said both of yours, haven't yeah. you? Okay. I will give uh, my stud to Kevin Owens because I think he's doing good work right now. And the Machka thing made me laugh really fucking hard. So that was well done. Uh, my dud will be uh, them not... Allowing Dana Brooke to be in the match, or yeah, that giving was her weird. something for if you're going to do a triple threat, or... you might as well do a fatal four way. Yeah, but again, even though that's kind of contradictory of what I said earlier, where I don't want them to pull the trigger, <laughs> they should have given her something. They should have given her another yeah. chance to get in or something like that. I don't know. It just seemed like, well, you didn't get pinned, but fuck you. Cause... It was more that you didn't like the lack of reasoning more so than you actually wanted her in the match. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They didn't do anything there. Uh, okay. Now's the time, because I'll forget if I don't, because I wrote it down on this paper, mm-hmm. that we are going to do a little plug for the PWA at the Edmonton Expo this week. Have you ever gone to the Expo, Scotty? Yes. Okay. How was it? I don't enjoy events like that. Oh, yeah. Really? You're not any on that? You think guy, I would hey? love it, right, with the kind of Seems shit like I'm into? Right I don't like to Scotty wait in out. line, That's and fair. I don't want to wait in line to pay to get a picture with whoever mm. to interact with them for only, like, 15 seconds and be like, I just paid $50. Like fucking have a beer with me. So that's fair. I'm the same way. I And like, it was me. heartbreaking. I found out that Sigourney Weaver, the girl from aliens and oh, ghostbuster. Yeah. Yeah. I found out that like her rate for getting a picture is like 180 bucks or something. And I was like, Oh man, like you went from being on my list of the few people I would pay for to like, now nah, you're out now. Good. Because I can't afford you. Yeah, well, <laughs> I can probably afford it if I really wanted to. Well, if you are going down there, uh, there's not 
There's be, lots of cool stuff to buy, lots of cool stuff to see. There won't be big weights at the PWA table. You can go get a picture with the titles. You can get a picture with wrestling superstar Big, big Bad Boris. <laughs> wrestling superstar. Um, yeah, it's 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 always a good time. So if you are going down there, it's in Edmonton this weekend. You can weekend. buy your tickets for Christmas Slam. The Edmonton Expo, that's right. Uh, that's going on this weekend. Cody Rhodes is at Christmas Slam. So buy your tickets. It'll probably be a sellout. Yeah, <laughs> I would I would hope so. He announced the opponent this week. You want to talk about that? It's MRP. Yeah, I guess, you know what? He, he sent out a full video saying, I want the best that you guys have to offer, and that's MRB. That's true, though. He is hands down the best wrestler in the PWA. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a little bit excited for that match. I think that's going to be crazy good. I might bring someone to that show who's never seen wrestling before. It's a good show to bring them to. Yeah. Because then you get a bit of everything, right? Yeah. You get the local stuff, and then you get the, the, that, the big dog. That guy dog was on and, TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's go to the SmackDown. The, uh, the Legacy Arena in Birmingham, Alabama. Oh. I looked it up for you. Uh, I looked it up too on my oh, phone. Did you? Sorry. No, no worries. No worries. Yeah, Birmingham. Cool. SmackDown Live. Uh, Warren, should I give credits to whoever made these notes? It's uh, it's Up Rocks again. Up Rocks. So, We're using you because I did not write down Scott Down Live notes because I was tired. My go to. Uh, the show opened with Daniel Bryan in the ring to facilitate a contract signing for the first SmackDown Women's Champion defense. Which you kind of made fun of, like, oh, these contract signings don't ever go as planned. uh, When he says, uh, we're, no, there's not going to be any fighting, not going to be any roughhousing, and then the crowd, and he looks over his shoulder and says, don't boo that. <laughs> and it was such a like a dad way of saying it that I was like, Daniel Bryan, I, I have my doubts with you on the microphone mm. sometimes, but no one could have delivered that line the way you just delivered it, where he was just like, now, now, don't we don't want any violence in here. It's the same thing with like Daniel Bryan on Talking Smack when he's just talking about random people's outfits or whatever. And I'm yeah. like, man, he gets away with saying a lot of shit. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the, they are doing a contract signing for the next SmackDown pay-per-view. They're already starting to build towards No Mercy. Becky Lynch and Alexa Bliss co- uh, come out. They uh, trade some jabs and insults. Alexa's like, oh, you're a born loser, blah, blah, blah. Like, just all these things to Becky. Alexa, you've never won a title and never even been in a picture. Like, in NXT, you were never the number one contender. It's a good point. So it's just funny for her to be like, oh, you're born to lose. It's like... Alexa, you're such a winner yourself. It would have been a good point for Becky to bring up. Yeah. <laughs> she's above that. Yeah, that's true. What do you guys think of the whole Becky Balboa thing? Uh, I don't mind it. It's not like she says it. It's not like she ends every promo. No. With it. And but when she said it in Philly, I was like, okay. That makes sense. This is a, That's a good cheap pop there. Yeah. To just be like, all right, Rocky. Rocky it's the city of Rocky. Move it along. Yeah. I think uh, Becky Lynch kind of has the similar thing. It's similar, but in a different way at the same time to Kevin Owens in that they just, they both seem like they're just genuinely out there speaking as they normally would. And it's not this whole, like, I'm cutting a promo on you and I'm going to beat you because I'm like, you know what I mean? It's just like, she's like, 
just out there being a dork. Yeah, right? and like that's why it's kind of refreshing because I think there's this thing even with the girls there where the girls all of a sudden they like they put on their serious face and voice like Nikki Bella does when she talks on the microphone. Uh, Carmella kind of does the same thing, but with her own shtick. Yeah. So it's interesting to have someone like Becky Lynch where she just sounds more natural. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's got an accent or whatever, and some people aren't the biggest fan or are like, well, what did she even say? But I don't know. For the most of the time, I understand everything she says. Well, I don't like when she says, come at me, bro. Yeah, That's, that's my one dumb. thing. But well, I don't like anyone when they say, come at me, bro. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, Regardless of I thought that Alexa Bliss was really good in her promo here, even though it was kind of the stereotypical yeah. written yeah. heel promo for her. I thought she delivered it well. She's good at playing a bitch. And yeah, she she looks like she she's means what facials. she says. So. Yeah. yeah, she's got the best face. She for... looks like, she's like Summer Rae in that, where it's like, Say what else you want about them. She looks like she's fucking so yeah. over everything. I don't like, like you. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. you. I was quite impressed with her, actually. So, uh, like, Alexa hit Becky with the contract, then signed it, then flipped the table over on the champ. Uh, Becky chased her out, attacked her on the ramp, sending Alexa fleeing to the back. Becky then signed the contract and posed with her title. Yeah. Daniel Bryan did nothing while nope. they brawled. Nope. I know. I was... Sat there and smiled. Like, <laughs> He's like, this like, is what I want. I don't want Daniel Bryan to like manhandle the women, but like maybe try to stand in between the two. Yeah. You just let him He's do this. He's shaking his head, like yeah. rubbing his temples. Like, this was supposed to go <laughs> so well. He went to the back afterwards and told them, I'm yeah. not mad at you guys. I'm just I'm disappointed. disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping with the dad. Uh, we had a number one contenders match. The Usos rocking Chicago Blackhawks, or no, not Blackhawks, Chicago Bulls colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, defeated American Alpha. This is American Alpha's first match since uh, getting injured by the Usos mm-hmm. uh, right before Backlash. Yeah. Uh, Heath Slater and Rhino were watching the match backstage. Uh, Rhino's great. got his cheese whiz again. Oh, he had the crackers. He was he eating the crackers. the crackers, but he would hold the cracker over his shoulder, and Heath would be behind him squirting the cheese onto the cracker. Oh, okay. And then he would eat the cracker. That was the best. Because I just hilarious. saw the moment when hilarious. them and the Usos like have their backstage talk later and Rhino has the cheese in his hand at that point. Yeah. 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 Okay. Good. Good record on the best part of the show. At the some point was. in between then and then he obviously decided he Slater was not filling up yeah. the cheese. Not fast enough. enough. <laughs> not enough cheese. Yeah. Uh, Heel Usos got the pin after a double super kick and a top rope splash on Jason Jordan. Uh, the Usos will face Slater and Rhino at no mercy for the tag titles. Uh, I like the idea of when Slater goes, we need to get the crowd behind us. Like, more behind us than they already are. Mm. So, like, you know, I'll say Rye, and they'll say no. And the crowd did do it. They did. I but know. Rhino gives this, like, deadpan face of just, like, we're not fucking doing don't, this. Don't do that, yeah. So Rhino's so good at just, like, being just, like, this dead. Like, There's a almost. subtle level of yeah. comedy that it, they never let him do during his it's first It's the same thing yeah. when the Usos show up and get in their face or whatever, and one of the Usos is like, I'll smack those damn crackers right out your hand. And then crackers. Rhino just takes the crackers, Don't. crunches them up in his hands, and kind of like puts the cracker dust like on the Usos. <laughs> and you're just like, that's so awkward. It's like something you do <laughs> to a kid who didn't, you didn't, like, you mildly didn't like in school. Uh, I like Rhino a lot. I like that tag team. I, Rhino is oh. great. And he's wearing his shirts that are from Pro Wrestling Tees because yeah. he doesn't have any real WWE merch. He's keeping that campaign alive. God damn right he is. Baron Corbin defeated Apollo Crews in kind of a throwaway match. I yeah. don't think anyone cares about these two facing each other. Baron Corbin has beat Apollo Crews with yeah. like 500 it times already. It's actually only been like four, but it feels like as soon as I saw them come out on SmackDown. Even like, four is a lot yeah. considering how long they've been around for. Since Mania call-up? 
They're the the, uh, the raw after mania. Yeah, yeah. It was that bull? Yeah, bull. Yeah, yeah. So in that sense, yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. But like nobody's interested. It's not like when you get a matchup that you've seen a couple times and you're like, ooh, they always tear the house down. With this, you're like, look, I realize you're trying to establish these new guys, but nobody gives a fuck. It looks like they at least have a plan for Corbin. Uh, whereas that doesn't, I can't say that for Cruz. Nope. Yeah. Uh, we had the new signee, Jack Swagger, on commentary for the match. Say it right. Swagger. There, there you go. go. <laughs> uh, Corbin won the match with end of days. Corbin stared Swagger down after the match. So I assume at no mercy that'll be a, a program. Yeah, which is interesting. Because uh, I thought they were going to do Kane. For sure I thought they were going to do Kane. That's Corbin. what the rumor was. Was that, like, Corbin was going to face Kane, and that's why Kane had won at Backlash. Against Wyatt, To be like, oh, Corbin isn't facing a guy who loses all the time. How fast things can change. Yeah. Uh, Road Dog probably changed his mind. I don't know if I care about this at all. Like, at least with Kane, it would be like, "Mm, yeah, they've done something for it, but now it just feels like that, I don't know. Uh, they still got two weeks. I to really build. don't like the Jack Swagger, so that might be my bias. The only yeah, thing I like, like the worst is like when he came out with his stupid chain wallet and snapback hat yeah. last week, looking like, like a bro. I was like, "Fuck this!" Like a real bro, like a real broski. And I was like, "Oh, fuck this!" But then at, right at the end, he goes, "We the people," and I like, was like oh. on the couch, being like, "I love we the people," <laughs> and it's sad that like that's the only thing that's like good and over about Jack Swagger. Now SmackDown is hurting for bodies, so maybe. It's Something cool could happen with Swagger, but this program, Corbin's got to go over, right? I hope so. Like, that's the logical thing. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, it was Swagger at Which going is true. over. Just to reset that character uh, now that he's on SmackDown. But again, it's just such a weird matchup where you kind of want both guys to win for both, like, the same reason. Right. Well, they'll probably both lose somehow. Yeah, well, that's entirely possible. They'll probably bury each other. Scotty, you were talking about something about Jack Swagger before we started recording and about a rumor with Sheldon Benjamin. Oh, that was me. That was Brando. Oh. Um, yeah, I read uh, a Wrestling Observer, I think, said that there was rumors going around that they wanted to bring Sheldon Benjamin, who is still a ways off, uh, back as part of a uh, varsity-style tag team with, uh, or trip team, or whatever you want to call a it. A trios. A trio. Stable, if you stable, will. Stable uh, with Dolph Ziggler and Jack Swagger. And Sheldon Benjamin. And would, Brock Lesnar? Sure. Yeah. But they all were matching singles. <laughs> that seems like right on the card where Brock Lesnar should be. And Kurt yeah. Angle? <laughs> we'll down with those guys. Uh, they, did, they said Kurt Angle in the Wrestling Observer thing. They said Kurt Angle could be a manager. Type. Uh, works for me. I've also, this is also like 100% rumor, but I've heard that Kurt Angle is going to be the guy on, like, you know, they had uh, Ultimate Warrior, then Goldberg this year is like the legend for trailers. Apparently next year it's going to be Kurt Angle. For, for 2K. For 2K? Yeah. Good. Kurt Angle should be in a wrestling game. I mean, and if anything has showed us with that video game, it's that every single guy that gets the cover of the pre-DLC move, the deal seems to sign with the hey. WWE within the next year. So. We don't know if Goldberg's coming back yet. Yeah. We, we hope he is. No, we... It's, <laughs> it's going to happen. I'm telling you right now, it's going to happen. Throw my hat and be like, fuck off, shitty Bill. <laughs> if you throw your hat, it is... Constituted by the hat gods as a positive statement. But I'll say like Warren. Warren will be Warren's gonna pop for that entrance in music, and then as soon as he gets in the ring, Warren will be like, oh no, now I remember. (laughs) All right, you're not good, but boy, was that moment sweet. That was fun. Yeah. That was fun. All right, back to SmackDown Live. WWE Intercontinental Championship match. 
They're just giving you title matches. Like SmackDown mm-hmm. is trying to make you watch by giving you a title match almost every week or two weeks. Yeah. No one had good ratings this week, by the way. No, the ratings were in the shitter. Raws were apparently the worst not holiday ratings since pre-Attitude Era. And they're blaming football. Yeah, well, yeah, football they, makes a big difference. I know, but, but they always blame football. Football happens every fucking year. There's a big, yeah, I know. Make your show better so that people don't watch football. There's such a big cross-section of football fans and yeah. wrestling fans, and most people who watch wrestling when football comes over, they're like, well, it's, it, maybe I'll record Raw, but it's yeah. time to watch football. No one records football. I record CFL games and watch them at a later date. There you go. You're that. You're I'm one. that guy. One so, percenter. The Miz uh, <laughs> defended and defeated Dolph Ziggler in a pretty good match, actually. A lot that of people really talk, good match. I like, love yeah, this. A lot of people said that um, not only did they have the best match at Backlash, debatably, but they stole the show here on SmackDown again. Absolutely, yeah. Um, this And this was all set up because Daniel Bryan backstage told him that because they, they've signed a new contract now, right? They, they, that was the angle coming in from last week. Miz wanted a new contract. They signed the new contract. But in the fine print, it said that he had to defend the title, and if he didn't, then he doesn't get the contract. Yeah, he's got to defend, or he's stripped of it and suspended, or just yeah. stripped of it. He should read the fine print before you, you sign a contract. Yeah, especially as an be. actor, like you got to have people yeah. for that, right? Good lord, that's how he got fucked and put in the KFC. The KFC just said, "Do you want to be in a commercial?" <laughs> that is art, Scotty. There's <laughs> nothing true. negative yeah. about being in that. <laughs> the only thing that's art is Dolph Ziggler as the Colonel. You don't is, like that, eh? He's better than Norm Macdonald. I'll say that. Nor, oh yeah, he's only done the one so far, yeah, right? That's, yeah. But he's yeah. the new Colonel, right? Like, isn't it some big so? agreement? Yeah, yeah like he's going to play the Colonel all for, the time for, until he's probably like Dead. too old to play the Colonel. Dead. Yeah. Until he has is that what's happening? Much... Is Death the only escape from playing the Colonel? Is that what happened to those other guys? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Good lord! Is that what happened to the original Colonel? Well, the original Colonel was the original Colonel. Of course, he had to die before they could recast him. Yeah. It's true. He lived in Canada towards the end of his life. They uh, recast- the original Colonel. Yeah. Oh, we have good chickens up here. That's right. Uh, they recasted the Wendy girl also. Not so recast. It's not that annoying chick anymore. No, it is. Oh, sorry. Fuck. Yeah. Sorry to get your hopes up. Damn I meant it. like she's the first redhead they've had in a while. Because remember when they had the actual Wendy for like one commercial, but she just like the cartoon. No, no, no! Like the actual daughter of Dave. Oh, yeah, she's like a a big a, fat girl. A big, yeah, I was gonna say, uh, and it wasn't very pleasant to watch her. So I think they decided no. oh. maybe we're so gonna give like, you this this hot, annoying redhead instead. Yeah, that and fucking... imply that that's Wendy. God damn it! Wendy's makes a nice hamburger. They do. I like their I like their burgers. But the yeah. founder of Wendy's did his own commercials for a long time. Oh yeah, right? Dave. Yeah. I think Dave's a great guy. He's yeah. dead. You Dave single? He's dead. We're all they're all dead, man. Is he, he dead too? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Holy. Dave Thomas. Ronald McDonald then? Yeah. They haven't used him for anything. They got rid of all the McDonald's Actually, features. Yeah. And like, there's not even those Ronald that, McDonald benches anymore. They brought back the, that hipster uh, hamburger last year. Remember that? Hey, Is you he don't talk hipster? shit about the hamburger. It, like it was like a real person. <laughs> hamburger, hamburger, but he looked like a hipster. That's like really? I'll have to Google this. Yeah, it was weird. Do you guys remember the Grimace? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a big purple Grimace, blob Nothing can kill the they Grimace. They had... Uh, Birdie, the early bird, or whatever her yeah. name was. Mayor McCheese? Yeah. He was Officer Big Mac? Guy. Why do we know all of this? They had one for the, did they have one for the McRib? Who was Officer Big Mac? He was the police officer of the town. Which one had the burger for the head? Uh, both he did and Mayor McCheese. Mayor McCheese. Okay. Yeah. I, was, like, I was pretty sure the mayor had the... Yeah. 
I mean, you can't get elected for Burger Town. You don't have a burger for a head. Was Grimace a man or a female? Do we know? I, that? I Grimace always thought was, Grimace was a girl. I think he was a like chemically created he no, she. I think no he was the original story. transgender character. Sure, he was ahead of his time. Yeah. That's it's not like it's a creature, a not pioneer. a human. Yeah, it's it's a creature. That's yeah, why that's they fair. say nothing can kill the Grimace. Right. It's sure. the Grimace. Yeah. So grimacing is a is a face of displeasure. <laughs> it's true. It's a face after you've had too much McDonald's, man. He was, he was always he was like the Eeyore of the McDonald's land. Yeah. He was the, the kind of the downer. Was he a downer? I always pictured him I with a big so. smile on his face, but well, he was a big maybe. fat purple guy. He couldn't have been that happy. That's a good point. Probably not the healthiest of diets in uh, in McDonald's land. The grimace was very like round. Like we were like that. He was like a pear shape, oh, wasn't he? He was kind of thin up top, and then he was yeah, really fat at the bottom. At the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a put the food. Person. He seems like you just put the food like against him, and he'd like absorb it into him, like he was made out of Play-Doh. Oh, I could see the Grimace having that power of like osmosis. Yeah, and like he kind of shapeshift a little bit. Like, sure, if someone came up to the Grimace and asked him, "Hey, Grimace, where are the nearest McDonald's at?" He would just like bend into an arrow and be like, "It's that way." <laughs> shapeshifter. And then I mean, thanks, have, the Grimace. Yeah, they'd have another incident where like. Everyone's like doing athletic stuff because McDonald's tries to be healthy, even though they're terrible for you. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like Grimace, why aren't you playing? He's like, oh, I'm too big to do this. And then he shapeshifts into like a bodybuilder guy or the ball. He's like, they're playing soccer, oh, and he's like, but I could shit. be the ball. And then everyone gets along. Well. And then they're like, see, sports are for everybody. Yeah. Ba da ba ba ba. Was the hamburger? I don't even villain? think that's their slogan anymore. I think it is. Is it still? I'm loving it. Yeah. It was the hamburger a villain. Or was he? Oh, yeah, like, Hamburglar's a bad guy. I think he was, which is weird. He was a ginger. He was, yeah. He wore oh, the little uh, the freckles. raccoon mask. He yeah, cool he hat. had the, the classic bandit mask. Yeah. Those were the days, hey? It was so simple back then. Back in the days, and you could have a bad guy character and it'd be okay. I remember, I, I, st- I think I still have a cassette tape that they were giving away for Halloween one year mm. where it's Ronald McDonald and friends sing Halloween songs. The Monster Mash. The Monster Mash. No, it wasn't like... they. I don't think they could do licensed songs. They had to come up with their own. <laughs> oh, they had to make their own? What are you gonna be for Halloween? Wait, is the, is the Monster Mash copyrighted? Or is that so I mean, old that it isn't? Public domain now? Maybe. Warren, you should know this. You're in radio. Um, I don't know how old like, it happy is, Happy birthday. Though. Happy birthday. Can we go we, out we, to we, the Monster Mash? You guys... Didn't Happy Birthday just become playable? Yeah, because there's that big lawsuit. Because somebody tried to buy it. Yeah, and then they it. were like, you can't, dude. Get the to buy fuck happiness. out of here. Anyone can sing. Yeah, because you couldn't like sing it on public airway without paying. Yeah, that's for the longest time. Paying who? The, the guy who tried to buy the happy birthday song. What a prick. Why would you copyright that? Money. Yeah, I guess so. It was probably Vince McMahon. Let's <laughs> be honest. God damn it, I'm going to own birthdays. <laughs> Every time they have a birthday, they're going to give me a dollar. Next up, <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> What do you mean I can't buy Joy to the World? <laughs> That's good. All right. All right. So that was quite the tangent there. Yeah. Was, was um, Maurice got kicked out of the match for trying to, she got caught trying to use the, the spritzer, the oh, arrogance right. or whatever. I was yeah. like, what are we even talking about? I know. I, <laughs> the, as soon as we went on the McDonald's character tangent, I was like, I have no idea how we're getting back. Uh, the referee Sorry, was host. clearing the title belt for as uh, Miz tried to use it. Mm-hmm. Um. Then Miz ended up spraying Ziggler in the face with a little bottle of cologne or moisturizer or whatever they're calling it. Bear mace. Bear mace. Mm-hmm. And then Ziggler has to lay on the mat. Going like, God, no! my eyes! <laughs> they're burning. 
Uh, yeah, and then Skull Crushing Finale, uh, Miz retains. Really good match. Yeah, I, I loved the finish to this match. I loved the, the way that they coordinated it outside where Miz takes his title and tries to run with it. And then Ziggler hits him into the steps, which is right by where Maurice had dropped the spray. Yeah. And he was able to pick up the spray and hide it underneath the title, which he was clutching, like, mm. on his chest. And then when the ref took it away, he could. it was fucking Yeah, a lot brilliant. of moving parts, and they, and they nailed it. Yeah. These guys Re- are and kind a really of, good match start to finish, too. These guys are kind of, and obviously they've had more low points in their career than the other two, but these guys are kind of like the Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens in that you can just put them together and they've worked together so They'll much go. you know they're going to have a good match. Sure. Even if you are tired of the program, probably the in-the-ring stuff is going to be very good. Yeah, totally. 100% agree. Scotty's texting, so we Sorry. can install more here. Text to my goons for rides. All right. Randy Orton defeated Eric Rowan. Orton won a short match with an RKO after the match. That's the other news thing. Luke Harper got cleared this week. Yes. Oh, holy shit. I knew we were forgetting something else. All right. Continue. Uh, Yeah. So Luke Harper's (laughs) back. Expect him on SmackDown within two weeks. You think it's going to be SmackDown? I think it'll be on SmackDown. You think it's going to be with Bray? I do. Yeah. Me and Warren were talking about Eric Rowan being with Bray again. And does that make you think he is more or is less likely to go with Bray, uh, Luke Harper, I mean? Because part of me was like, well, they're, maybe they're putting Rowan with him because they have kind of single aspirations for Luke Harper. But then I was like, maybe they're also putting Rowan with him because they want to put Luke Harper back with him and just have the same old Wyatt family. Could happen. I Possibly. Yeah. So after the mask, there is a, or after the match, there is a mask in the ring. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of got like clown paste. Yeah, he's got that new mask now. It almost like reminds me of Captain Spaulding from House of a Thousand Corpses. Uh, yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like that, just, that, that show. I watched that movie way too young, and mm. fuck, I hate that movie terrifying. now. Yeah. I've yeah. never seen House of a Thousand Corpses, but yeah. I've seen Devil's Rejects. Like 50 you know what? Times. I think Devil's Rejects is the one I saw way too young. Mm. Me too. I saw that's the second one, right? Yeah. And I didn't. I, yeah, I hadn't seen the first one. I, I saw love the second it. one. That's fucked. I know that movie's I, fucked. Like I haven't seen the second one. I only saw the first one. Oh, good. I you know movie I've never fucked. seen, Warren? And you'll you'll chastise me for it. I've never seen Blazing Saddles. You should watch it. Can we just talk about this? Oh, we talk about yeah, this with Boris. You know what? I was going to try to not bring it up because I'd be like, watch it. this is the third week in a row we've had a Blazing Saddles moment. Yeah. We do it every fucking week. I don't give a shit. That's the greatest <laughs> movie of all time. Maybe me, you, and Boris, and Brando can come too if he wants. Um, we'll probably be at your place anyways for this. But we should all like do a viewing. Sure. I'd- sure. But I told Boris, anytime, any day. Yeah, I'd be intrigued to see it because I know, like, the oh shit, here comes Mongo yeah, and stuff like that. that shit. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I'd be interested to see it. Name name the time and we'll we'll make it happen. We'll set a day. All right. All right. Moving on. Uh, Naomi and Nikki Bella defeated oh. Natalia and Carmella. Here we uh, go. Carmella got her team disqualified disqualified right away as she pulled Nikki out of the ring. And attacked her on the outside, even though Natalia and Nikki, or even though Natalia had Nikki in a sharpshooter at the time. Since when is that a DQ? That's a good point. Like, she slammed her into the barricade. They're the non-legal people. That's not a fucking DQ. Ref was a little itchy on the old trigger finger, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taking no shit. Was it the black ref for this? Okay. No, he he's really a big stickler about the rules. He is. You should watch him count, like, when they're, like, on the ropes. Or in the corner, he's like, I'll DQ you. I'm not afraid to. And then he just starts counting and he's so aggressively the way he like throws his hand. It's not because he's black, Brando. I wasn't, I didn't know. You no, made that no, face I again. Know, I... I heard the tone. 
Uh, Dean Ambrose. Hold on, before you do that, oh. uh, there was the promo which I I need I need to talk about this because it's yes. it's Naomi yes and Nikki Bella walking oh, backstage and they're la 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 we're best friends and uh, the new interviewer whose name escapes me the young lady who I really really like I think she's right up there with Renee Young already which is good for her uh, she asks them questions and they answer it and. Naomi puts over Nikki, and Nikki turns Nikki Bella on WWE programming on SmackDown Live, turns to Naomi and says, Aw, thanks, Trin. Yeah. No! You can't do that on T. No, this is not total Bellas. This is not total fucking divas. This is not real. This is fucking wrestling. That's too far. And this is in a week where we also had Chris Jericho use the term babyface in the ring. That one actually bothered me more. I yeah, that's I mean, I don't like that either, but that one's okay. Um, it was like it was like cuz they've done like Triple H, they've called him Paul Levesque when they're trying to make it like seem serious. CM Punk would call him Paul, right? Um and stuff like that. So I know they've kind of done that. Oh, you have a you have a like a non-performer name. Uh, this was obviously not what they were trying to do here. No, because she just a serious called her Trin because that's her name, and this that's is total divas. Oh, that pissed me off. I was rattled after that. The, the, as the, much the, as I've, I've as much as I've gone to bat for Nikki Bella over the past little while, that 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 was bad bad news. Yeah, and it's got to be tough for them because they do like because they have that crossover with total divas. Sure, for them to be like. Okay, who are you right now? It, right. You're Naomi. Character. Oh, yeah, because right. for all you know, they were shooting Total Divas or Total Bellas backstage before. Yeah, right up until then. Yeah. yeah. And they're calling each other oh, Nikki and Trin or whatever. And then it's like, okay, now she's the music's hit. She's Naomi now. Yeah. And not even mu- mu- like, not even the music because they were just backstage. Yeah. It could have been just like, oh, right. Fuck. We're, what are we, what are we doing this interview for? <laughs> Anyways, okay, now you can talk about Dean Ambrose. All right, Dean Ambrose defeated John Cena clean as Ambrose managed to reverse an attitude adjustment into a sunset flip for a roll-up pin. There you go. Which John is John Cena loses clean? I feel like John Cena does lose clean a lot. Not to take a win away from Ambrose and a big deal, but I feel like Cena's losing clean more now than ever before. Oh, absolutely. I think John Cena knows, I think everyone knows that John Cena is changing his role in the company, uh, even from how strongly he's booked. Mm. He's put a lot of guys over lately. A lot more than he did for the first fucking half of his career. I agree. And it makes sense now, too, especially with him being away for the last little while and Dean being the champion for that amount of time that he was gone. It makes sense that he would lose this match, too. Like, it's not... It was a surprise, but that, I think, is more just because we're still getting used to John Cena losing more matches, mm-hmm. whereas we're just we're just so used to, oh, John Cena's wrestling a TV match, he's probably going to win, and if he doesn't win, it's because the other guy cheated. Yep. When he loses clean, we're like, whoa, but then you really sit back and look at Dean Ambrose, and you're like, yeah, he, he probably should have won that he match. He should be like one this... of the guys who's beating John yeah. Cena clean at this point, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. I liked it. I liked it a lot. AJ Styles beat him clean, too. Yeah. That's... He's Speaking a heel. Of... AJ Styles, he showed up and attacked both Cena and Ambrose after the match. Daniel Bryan comes out and informs Styles that Ambrose would receive his one-on-one title rematch next week on SmackDown Live. Crowd was very, very disappointed because it really seemed like it was going to be tonight. Weird way to announce this where he's like, okay, 
It should be next week he's, he's on owned. SmackDown. He is owed this. Yeah, they teased right. it. He's owed. Yeah, as you know, I promised him that he's going to get his yeah. one-on-one rematch at some point. The crowd's going, holy shit, this is happening right now because yeah. he came on attack, and it's happening next week. Just flip like, it. Just start with fuck. next week on SmackDown, and then the crowd knows, and then the crowd can still pop because when the news hits that there's going to be a rematch, they already knew it wasn't going to be tonight. So they're yeah. going to be like, oh, that's good. There you go. Because they're not booing the news. They're booing the news that it's not happening for them. Exactly. And then it makes it sound weird. And uh, anyways. And that is SmackDown Live. Aside from AJ Styles got uh, laid out by Dirty Deeds from Ambrose, who stood tall to end the show. Good. Studs and duds? Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of in the same stud. Rhino, even though he was just in a backstage segment. That's fine. That's totally fine. Um, and I'm going to give it to Miz and Ziggler. I thought they had a really great match, regardless of us not talking about it too much. Um, they, they, those two have good chemistry, and they know what each are capable of doing in there. Yep. That's also my stud. Me Miz too. And Ziggler. Dud's got to be Nikki Bella. That was, that, nope, too much. I'm going to give my dud to the Randy Orton-Eric Rowan match. It was just so quick in and out that it was like, that I, I could have done without sort of thing? it. Yeah, I could have just gone with like um, why it just sends a message and Orton responds like promo. Yeah, but whatever. I'll get my dud to the women's tag match after the Nikki Bella thing when they're weird. Oh, finish. that weird dumb DQ. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did we talk about NXT last week? No. I'm forgetting when we. No, podcast. because you guys recorded on okay. Wednesday. Here to NXT's been kind of a write-off lately. I mean, NXT, you have to go into NXT expecting a certain kind of show. Because I think NXTs aren't usually that great. I used to, like, get really excited for NXT TV. And then now I'm just like, it could be that the roster has changed a bit. Yeah. well, they And do some of the writing style, staff has they, changed. They do really old-style booking with NXT, building up to those specials. Um, where it you can look at an NXT card and get 90% of the matches right over the course of a year. Like, just looking at the card, being like, okay, yeah, and here's it, these three matches. This guy's going to win. This guy's going to win. This guy's going to win. Half the time, they're against guys you haven't even heard of. I find it's always tough at the beginning of tapings, too. Like, after coming off of a, a NXT yeah. takeover show, it's just that they've got a... It's almost like the Raw after Mania every time they do one of these takeovers, where it's like, okay, pew, now that's done. We got to set up this new stuff because mm. some people got called up and some person, you know, somebody got hurt since the last tapings, and and it, I can't use the drifter this round of tapings. And it seems like they've got. Whoa, some what cool happened stuff to him? He oh, he's injured. hurt. Yeah, been hurt for a while. Yeah, uh, it seems like they got some cool stuff coming up though. Yep. Oh yes, yeah. Yes, it does. Like it seems like it's getting better, but like the like this week's was all right. The previous week and the past two weeks, oh man, I was just so. Well, you just felt like they were like. All right, it'll be Andre Cien and Aries, and then uh, Rude will take on No Way Jose. It was like they just flipped them. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's fucking kind of weak. Okay, so last week's NXT, we have uh, Samoa Joe come out first. Uh, He says he knows when to admit that he was wrong and calls out uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, shakes his hands, asks for a rematch. Shinsuke says yes. Joe very civil and... And very nice about it, and he's a changed man, and all this goodness stuff. And Shinsuke's cool with it, and they, okay, we're getting the match. And Shinsuke gets to the top of the ramp, and then Joe attacks him from behind. He'll turn, uh, destroys him into the uh, the ring apron, slams him onto the like the rock bottom ash move onto the steps. The side effect, and uh, side effect, you fall down. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, you fall with him. 
and uh, he had, they had to stretcher him out, and they made a big deal. I thought they did a really good job of making this seem very, very serious, and that mm-hmm. the commentary didn't talk. You had Corey Graves go up and check on him, and you, all you could hear was the the paramedics going, watch his neck, be careful. Okay, we're going to lift on three. Like, it was just quiet, and yeah. I thought that was a fucking brilliant move on there. Yeah, and they came back to it during the show over and over and be like, yeah, just, you know, we're still trying to get you an update on it. It was a really, really yeah. somber moment, yeah. And even, like, the match afterwards, they had, like, uh, Nathaniel was very somber and like, well, as much as you know, it's been a rough start. We got to continue on with mm. the show here. Like he he sold it very well. I thought it was. And with Corey Graves checking on Nakamura, it's one of those things like when the heel commentator is so disgusted by something a bad guy has done, makes big impact. that even he is like, whoa, shaking his finger yep. at it. Uh, then we have Liv Morgan taking on Rachel Ellering with her new name Rachel Fazio. 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 Which means she's signed then because she has a new name, right? I don't know. Or they just didn't want to use her last name because Paul is there. Oh, maybe. That is true. Paul's in a more predominant role. She could be the next Oni Lorcan. Liv Morgan picks up the win here and then cuts a promo afterwards and says uh, she wants a title shot. Austin's going to fucking murder her. Yo, yo, yo. That's all I like about her is her music. Yo, yo, yo. so good. She's good. I like her a lot. Hideo Tommy defeats Drew Gulak. My boy. Pretty good match there. Um, Tommy still continues to be a very good wrestler. Yeah. Do you guys see the crazy scar he's got going on? Yeah. Yeah. It is wicked, eh? Yeah. (laughs) It's funny how some guys scar more than others, hey? Like, Mm. John Cena's on his shoulder. You can't even really see anymore. Yeah. But for him, man, it's like that's not going in way anytime. Oh, it's a huge yeah. pink line. And yeah. like, I'm like, oh, good thing he's wearing like an elbow pad armband thing. Makes him look tough. It does. It does make him look tough. Tough as nails. Someone ripped my fucking arm off and I put it back on and <laughs> hey, sewed it up. Chicks dig scars. Oh, you like you would know. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't look really screwed up. <laughs> Paul Ellering and his authors of Pain defeat the team of Chris Payne and Doug Sessa. I don't know. They were jobs. Remember those names. Those guys would be going to be stars. Uh, Authors of Pain are cool. I like that gimmick a lot. Sure. A lot. I really, really like those guys. They're you big could, fellas. You could yoink and put them on the main roster, and I would be totally fine with it. It feels like a really easy gimmick to do with two big guys. Yep. As an example, CZW has a, a very similar-looking team called The Hit Squad. Okay. And, like, like, and both The Hit Squad or The Hit Squad and Authors of Pain are really cool names. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. Like they're, little, they're both a little cheesy, but they're like the right amount of cheesy for wrestling. But it's also to the point where I hear the name Authors of Pain. I'm like, how has that never been used before? Yeah. yeah. Like, how have we gotten to 2016 and no one's used that name yet? It blows my mind every time. I think that with video games all the time. Yeah. A game will come out called like Saber Force. And I was like, how do you guys, no one make a game <laughs> called Saber Force? That was yet? me with Recore. I was like, yeah. Is this a new, <laughs> I was like, is this like a remake? And like, yeah. no, it's a brand new thing. I'm like, oh. They haven't made a game called Recore yet? Uh, main event was Bobby Roode defeating No Way Jose. Mm. Uh, and this is where Bobby Roode came out and that crowd, yeah. boy, they, they know They're, his theme song and they sing it very well. It's too, he's too over as, it's a, true. as a fate. Like, yeah. yep. you, you almost have to flip him, but he's such a good heel. And I always say, like, I know the WWE likes to work through these things where it's like, well, the crowd's super into him, but he'll, he'll figure it out. He'll turn him eventually. Mm-hmm. God, they love him so much, though. Yes, they do. 
Uh, I okay. think they even love when the, he cuts a promo and shits on the crowd. Yeah, they're like, do it! Do it! Do it right on my we face! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They're like, he's like, I'm so much better than you. And they're like, we are! We're not worthy! We're not worthy! See what I just did there? I used a reference to that shitty movie yeah. just for hey, you. Hey, fuck you, man. Wayne's World's awesome. Just for you, I used a reference. If you guys like uh, Wayne's World, tweet us at Sapod. Uh, no I went to uh, the little things from Hercules. The little, uh, which is a reference yeah, to that. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I went. Yep. They turn um, into slugs. Yeah, that's right. And then do the, the bowing. Yeah. Then they grow back up, and he's wearing the shoes. Uh, one of them pokes the, the other one in the shoes. butt with his pointy stick. We're gonna do a double feature. Okay. Uh, we're gonna do Hercules, uh, and we're gonna do Blazing Saddles. This week on NXT, uh, show starts. With Samoa Joe coming out, demanding his NXT championship back. He's got the results of the tests on Shinsuke Nakamura. The WWE really likes the word contusions these days, yeah, apparently, yeah. eh? Which is just a fancy word for bruise. Yeah. It's, but, the, medic, it's the medical term. But it sounds yeah. so much gnarlier where you're like, oh, it's a contusion? Oh, shit, he's got contusions, Dude, man. Dude, he's going to be hurt for a while. If you just said he was badly bruised, he'd be like, oh, he'll be back in a week I mean, or a so. bruise on your spine is probably a legitimately bad thing to have. Yeah, but at the end of the day, say, it is still just a bruise. They, sometimes people use the term bone bruise. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that fucking sounds That's, like it hurts. <laughs> yeah, like. No kidding. <laughs> uh, it was that amongst other things. I don't remember exactly what he rattled off, but it's six to 12 weeks is when uh, what Samoa Joe listed him being out. So he demands Regal come out and give him the title shot or give him the title. And then Regal comes out and says, Shinsuke's not an average man. Uh, and essentially he says, you're not going to get it and you shouldn't have attacked him the way you did. Waves his finger at him. And then Samoa Joe says, uh, if you don't give me that title, then you're going to find more people injured just like that. So there you go. Joe's on a wrecking path, Threats. which is fine by me. And clearly this is a way to keep Shinsuke off TV for a while, which is interesting that they wanted mm-hmm. to do that just to keep him away. And then he comes back and people go nuts, I guess, when he yep. finally comes back. Uh, Austin Aries. Taking on Scotty's favorite wrestler of all time, Oni Oni Lorcan. Good old Biffer. This is Biff. Okay, uh, we were discussing this when we were watching. I'm like, I think this is Biff music. Yeah, that's Biff music there. Uh, Oni Lorcan may be the worst wrestling name. Of oh, all it's time. terrible. Like, the it, fuck are you doing naming a wrestler or, Oni? Why it's, did he agree to that? Like, it's a Star Wars name. He chose it. That's bad. That's that's bad. That's really bad. Like, I guess, like you know, like the, you put in names and then they're like, oh, we like these ones and these ones, or you can pick from these couple names. That's the one that they both settled on, and it is supposed to be like a Star Wars-related name, but it's fucking terrible. It's like not it, good. It, within a sci-fi or an RPG, that's a fine name. Sure. Pro wrestler? No. 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 We didn't even go sci-fi with RPG. We thought it was like your kind of dim-witted farmhand cousin yeah. like of the family. Like, this here's Oni. Yeah. He's my cousin. He tows the tractor. He's Oni Lorcan over here, <laughs> and then we got Big Merle. Yeah, the simpleton. I just... <laughs> Just a country boy picking the wheat it's out of the field. a country bumpkin. You feed him enough whiskey, and he's just a human hay baler. Uh, he got a lot of <laughs> off- a lot of offense in this match, actually. Like oh, they yeah? gave him a lot of spot. Yeah, see? yeah he's a good cool. wrestler. Uh, fans like him. They popped when he came out, so it's uh, he's got a cool punk rock theme. Yeah, they can do some stuff with him. Uh, then we have Billy Kay defeating Aaliyah in a women's match. I really like Aaliyah. I like her too, and maybe it's because of the breaking ground. Thing, yeah, where we saw her and we kind of got to see her journey. So and now, how shitty she, she was she, then compared to now. During, yeah. yeah, during the breaking ground thing, I was like, "Oh fuck, she sucks." Yeah, like I she's literally really think bad. I said out loud at one point, "We're never going to see this girl." Ever. Yeah, <laughs> and now, you know, she's doing great. So yeah. good for her. She's got new music. She's got new gear. Yeah, she, like, she has a different gimmick. 
again. Uh, but they really like this Billy Kay girl, obviously. Yeah, she's, uh, she seems to be uh, her and uh, and uh, what's Liv? her name, Jersey girl, Liv Morgan, yeah. seem to be the ones getting kind of the treatment right now. You only live once. You only live once. It's a great, great thing. Uh, I don't like Billy Kay's finisher as a big boot, though. I mean, it just seems like such a big boot. This show is really bad too, yeah. so that doesn't help. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, then we have a big deal in an interview with Cedric Alexander, who's going to be making his debut on NXT, mm-hmm. uh, taking on Andrade Cien Almas. Uh, this was the main event as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that they built him up, that they gave him that interview. They allowed him to establish his character a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and then he picks up the win over Andrade Cien Almas. I really, really thought Andrade was going to heel turn here. Me too. Like, in the match. Yeah, in, during the match, yeah. Like during the match win. or maybe right after. Cheat to win is um, what I was thinking. Because I was just like, from a WWE standpoint, I was like, how? When you're struggling to get this guy, get the crowd behind this guy right. as a babyface, why do you have him wrestle one of the people who is going to have the crowd instantly behind him when he walks in? Uh, so, And then as soon as I thought that, I was like, oh, they're flipping him. He's going to cheat to win, beat this guy, yeah, and he's going to come off spelling like poop. He's the lost cause, so let's write him off and just abandon this babyface thing and flip him heel. Yeah, and maybe maybe find some momentum as a heel. Right. Uh, and then it just never happened. I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Why would you make him wrestle that guy? I don't know did. how much longer he'll be there. Then they did the handshake afterwards, and he pulled him in, and I'm like, oh, okay, oh, here, here this is it. And then no, 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 and no. Then that was the other thing. I was like, they were like teasing it. A little bit that makes me think they know that that's what we want, and maybe they well, are going to give it to us at some point. And I brought up the idea that I think maybe this might be a team in the Dusty Rhodes Classic. Sure, I that think could that, be the, the, the two of them, and then maybe you do get the then turn. You flip exactly. Them. That's I think maybe the turn, and you flip similar them. to kind of what they did with Balor and Joe. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, and my other thing was I was at at first. At first, I wasn't a big fan when they said that Alexander was going to be on NXT. I was like, ah. I don't know if I like him being on both. I don't know if I like him being on Raw and NXT. I think but then when I realized the beforehand. fact that it was, well, obviously, yeah. taped beforehand. They taped him two weeks ago. But um, I just, I, I think that it makes sense. if As long as he's the only one of the, the cruiserweights that stays in NXT, uh, then I really like it because of the fact that they made a big deal of them chanting, please sign Cedric. Mm-hmm. And it was in that arena, and that's where he you know, made it big, quote-unquote. So At if the they're going to keep him down there and use him and have him be a top er, echelon kind of guy, then... I'm At the same time, maybe Scotty's right, and it's just because... They didn't know. because yeah, yeah, they didn't have all their plans in place, and they're like, well, we got some tapings to do. Yeah, Maybe, it'll be- just, maybe it just disappears when these tapings are done. Yeah, all of a sudden we don't see anyone from Cruiserweight Classic yeah. anymore because like they were still using like Drew Gulak as an extra, probably that set of tapings as yeah. well. Yeah, I really like his music. That song Cedric? was stuck oh. in my head today. Yeah, it's like w- the moment he came out um, for the first match of the CWC, and I was like, "That's a cool song." Yeah, and I was like, "I'll I will probably never get to hear it very much because." And then now that he debuted on Raw with that song, I was yeah. like, "Oh, so shit." I like a lot of WWE music right now. Yeah, uh, CFO yeah. money sign is money, to to use a term. Yeah. All right, that's NXT. Now okay. we will do the emails, and we've got three of them, and two of them are from Duncan. 
Yeah, we got Duncan's sandwich. Duncan sent an email on uh, last Thursday thinking that we were going to do a show, even though the show had already been out for a day. So, Duncan, smarten up, but that's okay. Poor kid, man. We're going to read both because neither of them are really time sensitive. So, we're going to read both of them because we only have three emails. First one says, Dear the Swinging Sat Pod. Hey, dudes, hope uh, hope you had some clanging and banging good weeks. Langing and banging. Do you think SmackDown has enough main event contenders to sustain itself, or will they need to, or will they need new talent to hold down the main event scene going forward once Cena, Ambrose, and Style become overused? They're gonna have to like trade because I think the same problem with Raw. Really, uh, I think they're gonna get to the point that isn't super far away. Like it's by the next WrestleMania, I think, where they gotta trade some people. Already happened with Swagger. True. Yeah. They can do the the similar sort of thing, the draft yeah. lottery, right. so to speak. Or a pay-per-view where each time a brand wins a match or something like that, they get a pick. Sure. Or they get a they yeah. get a trade pick or voucher. Because mm. um, I, I think Sami Zayn, if they're not doing much with him on Raw, put the fucking guy on SmackDown. Put him in an actual yeah. program. Because it just sucks. Like, He's I mean, in a program with Chris Jericho. I know, but sometimes on Raw, he doesn't do much. Like two weeks ago, he just kind of sat there and wrestled what? Jinder Mahal? Yeah, that was a great match. Yeah, but neither guy benefited <laughs> from it in terms of, aside from being on TV, like he didn't progress any storylines. Yeah. I think, uh, like, if we were looking on paper comparing the two right now, I think Raw is far, far deeper as far as contenders go or guys that you could at least justify getting to that next level. Yeah. Uh, than SmackDown is right now because it's a steep drop-off. Like, even if you wanted to throw Miz in there as a guy that goes up at some point to get a shot and maybe win the title and hold it for a bit, Mm -hmm. okay, that's even a stretch. But, I mean, you got Bray Wyatt sitting there that hasn't really done anything. Yeah, Bray Bray and Randy need to get up there still. Like, they haven't touched those guys yet. Those are your next two that you could go that aren't seen Ambrose Styles, as you mentioned. But after that, man, it's fucking straight down. Yeah. What, Whereas what on that, Raw, like six? Yeah. you got Rusev who could jump up. There's still Reigns who isn't really in the title picture right now. Mm. Sami Zayn, as we said. Fucking big cast at some point down the line. I'm sure they're going to throw in there. You know, like they've got guys where at least you can yeah. see, look into the future. But yeah, And obviously they're so supposed to be now. deeper too because of the three hours. Yeah. Uh, do you guys think Bailey would be better suited on SmackDown where she wouldn't have to contend with Sasha, or does Raw need its divi- uh, Divas division boosted? Not Divas. Duncan. Women's. They're women. They're not Divas. Insensitive. Remember when I caught a bunch of shit? It's true. That's right. I do remember that. You should have seen those tweets I was getting the next day. <laughs> I, uh, Relentless from those I women. I bet. Um, no, I think, like I said, I actually like the women's division on SmackDown better. Um... So I think that Bailey should stay there because I think that Raw. On Raw. That's what I mean. Bailey should stay oh, okay. on Raw because yep. I think the SmackDown division is deeper. Yes, and yeah, I yeah. feel like all those women, kind of in their own way, feel like they could step up and have a title shot. Whereas Raw feels like it's about those four girls and yep. and no one else. I agree. Yeah. Uh, three. If SmackDown were to have their own cruiserweight division, whom? Would you like to see join the brand? And should Raw and SmackDown exchange cruiserweights? Thanks, bros. Keep on drinking it in, man. Duncan, Brian Danielson with one instead of an eye. There you go. Um, blah, 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 blah. I don't think they're going to have a cruiserweight division. I don't think so either. Uh, Which sucks. If they did, yeah. I think me and Warren were both saying Brian Kendrick would be a great guy to be 
yeah. the first guy out there just because he's got that history for fans who care to remember. And Daniel Bryan. And Daniel Bryan is there. Which is cool, but I also kind of like them being distant. Because, like, Daniel Bryan was so biased on commentary whenever it was a Bryan Kendrick match. Like, oh, this is my buddy. And you're just like, okay, you're in a management position here. I think he was doing shtick there. Yeah? For sure. Oh, yeah. I, I for sure think that yeah. was a pre-planned thing. That right. It was like, hey, he was Daniel, just gonna we be want over you the to, top this about, to be your guy. Even when he was, because he was going on about how he loved, was like in love with Zach Gallagher too. Yeah. And like you could tell like the stuff with Brian where it's like, oh yeah, that's shtick. Like he's mm-hmm. doing some shtick okay. there. But, uh, but yeah, was, you'd have to tie that in, I think, if Brian Kendrick was on SmackDown because of yep. how much shtick he put into it. Uh, next one from Duncan. Dear the American Satfas. Not American, so I don't like that one at all. Mm. Try uh, again, Duncan. Hey, dudes. Hope your weeks have been fragrance-filled. Should the Cruiserweights act as independent wrestlers or just within their group? If they are allowed out into the rest of the WWE universe, whom would you like to see feud with whom? I don't know the answer to that, obviously, but I'm very, I think I'm more excited to find out how they handle that than, than anything else going right now. Like, at what point does Cedric Alexander go and face Roman Reigns or or Rusev or something? Like, does that ever ha- does that happen for a very long time, mm-hmm. or is it just like when you're building your match card and you're booking, you don't even look at mixing and matching those guys for a long time? You're just like, well, what are the yeah in the cruiserweights? We're gonna have these three storylines going or these two storylines going. I think that's what they should do for the first little bit is yeah. just let them be the cruiserweights and they stay within their own division just to establish it and have it there. But then slowly, like, you want to make the first one mean something, too. Like, right. you want to have it a program that that T.J. Perkins is walking backstage and accidentally bumps shoulders with Rusev, and Rusev challenges him to a match or something. Right. Like, you want, it to, you want it to build to something as opposed to just all of a sudden T.J. Perkins is wrestling. Yeah, you want there to be a reason why. Yeah. And then yeah. you're like, oh, my God, like, he's going to get killed by uh, a Rusev or a Braun Strowman or someone like that. And then they kind of pull it out or hold their own in the match. They don't have to necessarily win, but come close. Uh, if you're not doing Raw and SmackDown as your Survivor Series match, how cool would it be to have five cruiserweights against five not cruiserweights? Sure. I think yeah. that would be really cool, especially if there was an angle of, like, let's say the cruiserweights between now and Survivor Series are hands down the best thing about Raw. Then you have other to the guys point of like, like people that. are like, fuck everything else. Get out of here, Roman Reigns. Yeah. You're all Get out of here is talking about you damn cruiserweights yeah. and your flash and your dash. And your... I think that'd be really interesting to see, actually. Hmm. Uh, if you could bring any celebrities in to wrestle a match, who would you bring in and who would be their opponent? <laughs> That's a match. I would bring in DJ Khaled and team him with New Day to take on Chris Jericho, Kevin Owens, and Big Bad Boris because why the fuck not? Get creative, boys. Holy. We're bringing in a celebrity? Um, yeah. Who would I want to pick? Who would be a good celebrity in a, in a wrestling? I would want to bring in... Um, no, I can't I think of his name right now. I want to see the mountain against Braun Strowman. There you go. That's yeah. not bad. <laughs> uh, Terry Crews versus Apollo Crews. There you go. Oh. Now we're thinking. Uh, who else would be good? Machine Gun Kelly in the corner of Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. Sure. With uh, Kevin Owens' rapper of choice in his corner. 
Bronze, See, Scotty, yeah, no, that's that... just such a wrestling fan of you. You can't even let the two wrestle. You're like, I don't want them in my ring. I just want <laughs> no, them in you, the corner. You can make it a tag match. You yeah, can do, you uh, make it a yeah. tag match. You can, you Sammy got... and Machine Gun versus Kevin Owens and uh, Action Bronson. Yeah. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Action Bronson. What do you name like the one rapper that I'm like, yeah, this would work. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, wrestling and Action Bronson, he's got a new show where him and people just get baked out and watch uh, Ancient Aliens okay. <laughs> on Viceland, yeah. and it's different guests every week. The past week was Sabu and RVD, <laughs> and they're sitting there smoking out of big bongs good, and shit, good. just watching Ancient Aliens. Good old Sabu poo. Good old dog poo Sabu. Vote Adam Sandler against Bob Barker. Uh, Adam Sandler sure. versus David Otunga because he won't stop talking about it. Oh God, yeah, we yes. didn't talk about that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that was fucked. Yeah, that was really like weird. The, and I think that that's that's like Vince saying we need to establish you because you're kind of useless on this yes. commentary desk. So we'll give you something to the make best people thing going care for you about you. Is that your wife is famous? But the way that he did it was like he's was just bad. so bad. Like he's not good. He's no, not good he's at terrible. broadcasting. I don't know why he gave up on his wrestling career, but I don't know. Yeah. Maybe go back to that because broadcasting's sure. not working. Uh, what's another good celebrity? What about a lady? We haven't named a, a female yet. Can we get a female? Missy Elliott versus Naomi. Sure. That's not bad. Ellen DeGeneres should wrestle someone. Yep. She should wrestle. Alexa Bliss because they're about the same size. That's fair. Yeah. That yeah. Seems okay. like a fair fight. Yeah. Yeah. Be clean down the middle. Sure. Uh, okay, question three. When Steph told Brock a storm was coming a couple weeks ago, do you think there's any chance she means Samoa Joe? Or is it going to be Goldberg? If neither, whom would you like to see the McMahons bring in to try and level Suplex City? Thanks, bros. Sorry for two emails. I wrote the last one uh, and just missed the cut. Keep on wondering if you ever knew Jack. <laughs> Duncan Brian Anderson. With the I, thought a pun I like there. that a lot. Um, uh, it's James Storm. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Sorry about your damn luck, Brock Lesnar. She is quite literal in saying a storm <laughs> is storm. coming. Lance Storm's making Lance. a return. Yeah. This could be Lance. Could be Lance. Uh, I'd like it to be Smojo because I just I want to see Smojo beat Brock Lesnar so bad. Uh, I hope it's not Goldberg, but there's a good chance it could be. Yeah. I think it. I think it's gonna be Goldberg. I think. I think. Yeah, I, I think I, if you look at it from, this is Steph being mad at Brock. What is Steph's storm gonna be against Brock Lesnar? I think the one that actually makes sadly sense. makes the most sense is Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I don't. As much as I really want Samoa Joe to get that call up to the main roster, I wonder if it's going to happen because if it hasn't by now, then I think it's what gonna. I bet you. I think on? he's gonna get one WrestleMania for sure. I don't know. I don't know if he will. I hope he does. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I want him to, but because he wants to, right? And I think that is the biggest hurdle with some of these guys is whether they're committed to doing TV. Oh, well, of course, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think because he wants to, and he's gone on record being like, "Yeah, I want to go. I want to do the WWE yeah. stuff." That I think they're just uh, biding their time. Like he just lost the title. Um, he's gonna do his rematch. And if he comes up after his rematch, it'll be no different than mm-hmm. than most of the other guys they brought up. Yeah. There's also the politics aspect with him, though, which I worry about. But that's another because topic it's with TNA for another day. No, the uh, the Tyson kid thing. I think that there's oh. still a little bit of heat on him for that, for whatever reason. But right. 
anyways, uh, hopefully it does happen. Mm-hmm. I hope it does. Uh, okay, we've got an email from Mike DeRef. Says, hey guys, great show as always. Uh, wish I could say the same for Ross. Seems to be in a holding pattern lately. Oh shit. Before I forget, because I forgot to do this last week. Mm. We need to pick our sides for this week. Oh, right. Oh, we, yeah, um, I guessed on uh, last week. I think I've just picked Raw for everyone or SmackDown. I don't know. We'll find out in a second. <laughs> I think Raw is a better show this week. Jeez, yeah, it was close this week. I didn't love either. The the debut of the Cruiserweights. Yeah. You had a cage match that had a decent finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, the yeah. champion lost but didn't look that shitty. You need to pick for last week. I didn't write anything down for last week. I need to pick. Yeah. Uh, What happened last week? That's that's a long time ago now. Um, SmackDown. What happened on SmackDown last week? That was Raw a last week main event was the Obey, Owens um, Reigns, right? When then Seth Rollins interferes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also okay. had Jericho doing things. Uh, Nijax Alicia Fox was last sure. week. Okay. SmackDown. I don't have notes for because. Oh right. So. Um. Let's do uh, SmackDown last week, Raw this week. Keep it 50-50. Sure. 50-50 booking, just like Triple H would have wanted it. Yeah. What was the date on Monday 26th? Um, That's right, Brando. We should probably talk amongst ourselves here and fill time. What happened on SmackDown last week? I'm trying to remember. Uh, There was that Divas elimination match. Oh, yeah. I like that. To figure out the number one contender. Alexa Bliss won that. Oh, and then the, the there was the John Cena uh, promo. Oh, yeah, there was where, that really crazy promo yeah, where okay, uh, like that. Ambrose pretty much called John Cena like a part-time fraudulent. Yep. This is me just trying to justify my picking SmackDown. No, <laughs> there, there was some cool stuff that happened on yeah. SmackDown last week. Did you pick Raw for this week, Scotty? Yeah. Okay. I, I, and also As I do. did we all. Okay. So that's, I think it's tied still because SmackDown won last week. Yeah, yeah it's still tied. <laughs> Good. That dead, dead heat. In eight weeks, four and four. Four and four. Good. That's what you want to see, right? Not bad. Okay, back to the email. Like the ref. It says, uh, stud, Ambrose Cena for Raw, or no, for this week, I guess. Uh, Good match, keeping their momentum going towards pay-per-view. Honorary stud, whatever the Hardys are doing right now, even tonight's impact was fun to watch. Like He's talking about tonight, tonight. Uh, which is fun to watch with their segment. I know I haven't seen it yet, but it's interesting. Might actually buck up the money for the pay-per-view next weekend. Wow, spending money on a TNA pay-per-view. You're keeping fucking Matt Hardy employed there. That That's man that has some testicles. Uh, Dud, cruiserweight opening match. Should have waited until after the pay-per-view to debut the division so they wow. could have had the champ on first. I don't know what that does, though. Like, How does waiting till next week mean anything? Yeah, I, uh, I, I kind of like... Cause they say Clash of Champions, their shtick is that every title is defended. So you would need to find a person for him to defend it against. Yeah, so I think this week is the week you have to do it. I think the dot is that they just didn't have TJP on there. Right. I think if TJP's on there, And I think the easiest happy. way to do that is to have him come out and wrestle uh, Neville. Sure, yeah. And beat Neville. Yeah, Just a to be establisher. like, oh, this, okay, this guy's for real. He beat a guy that's a cruiserweight but has been around for a while. Should it be Kevin Owens? Sure. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to come up with a question for you guys since you cover everything so thoroughly. Oh, well, thank you. Question one. What do you think uh, your friend Munch would think of a world title match between Ambrose and Styles two weeks before a triple threat match for the title? Makes no sense to me. 
that this match happens. Your friend Monge would think of a world title match. Oh, because he's getting the world title match next week. Right. Uh, it is very strange in a way. Yeah, it's wrestling strange. But I would rather them do it now than just like three months down the line, Danny Bryan be like, oh, yeah, remember we promised? Here, here you go. Right. Like, I'd rather them do it as like they should have done it fucking the night after if they right. were going to do it this Usually way. the but, easiest way to deal with that kind of stuff. Uh, it is kind of weird. that, Like, even the, even the Kevin Owens thing this week of him with the argument saying, you're going to make me have a cage match? Six days before I'm on a pay-per-view? That's yeah. ridiculous. That's kind of true. If, yeah. we're, if we're going towards this real sports aspect, which seems to be what they're trying to do with wrestling right now, yeah. that Why makes a lot you... of logical sense. Why would you have this that? man in a cage match not for the title right. and then have a title match six days later? Uh, question two. Are we going to get an indie cast sometime before we get a Miz cast? Lots of stuff going on right now in the indies and would like to hear your guys' thoughts on them. Not while I'm still breathing. <laughs> Probably. Uh, me and Boris will get together at some point. Lots of stuff is getting revealed for the WrestleMania weekend of indie shows going on. So, yeah, we'll do one sooner than later. Good God, it's already the time of year to start announcing indie shows on WrestleMania weekend. Yep. <laughs> it's true. Uh, more game time art for Sapod guest panelist. More Big Bad Boris for every week panelist. More hashtag free Scotty. Keep making any discussion between you guys a real clash of champions. Mike the ref at Mike the ref. Scotty's gonna stay in his cage. Yeah, fuck. Don't we'll free see me. what we can do about the other two. <laughs> we're not freeing Scotty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're getting close on this new shirt design too. I was talking to uh, to our buddy Game Time Art, who designed our first shirt, which you can buy now at whatamaneuver.net. Good plug. Sapod shirt. Uh, yeah, the next one's it's coming together. As a matter of fact, Scotty, before you leave, we need to discuss ideas for this shirt because it's got a lot of writing on it and we need to figure out what we are writing oh okay but we'll 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 talk about that after the show today if you'd like to write an email like these fine folks did sapot316 at yahoo.com is the uh the address in which you can send said emails to uh that's the show no it's not we need to make our predictions i already ripped up my god oh christ so I'm gonna just. I would have totally forgotten about that. And I'm gonna do W B S. That's you, Scotty. That is me. First match is on the pre-show, and it's between Nia Jax and Alicia Fox. Jax. Yeah, yeah, I got the same. Me too. Don't think she should lose this fast. Uh, TJ Perkins defends his Cruiserweight Championship against Brian Kendrick of The Variety. TJP. TGP. Too early for him to lose as well. Yeah, there's no way. There's kinda, no way. Kind of taints your tournament a little bit if he comes <laughs> in the first time you see him. Just a little bit. It was a fluke. Uh, Cesaro Sheamus. Uh, oh, this was tough. I think it's going to be Cesaro. Me too. But I think that's not as set in stone as it might seem mm. on the three comeback, three match comeback. Uh, Cesaro, I think he'll do the the full comeback. What if he wins and then says, uh, I quit and I'm going to SmackDown? Sure, do it. And just jumps. Just, yeah. just fucking jumps ship. Yeah. A, they, they need to set some, some precedent for it. Yeah, sure. I've done things here. I've won. Screw your title shot. I don't want a title on this brand. I'm going to the good side. But you think there'd be like a contract thing there? Maybe. maybe. Or maybe he just he nullifies it. I don't you don't need to pay me. I don't. Well, I'll just you just write write it off. Cut it. I don't need your money. I'm out. 
Going over there. Sure. All right. Do it. Rusev, Roman Reigns for the U.S. Championship. I'm going to take Rusev. I'm going to pick Rusev because I can't pick Reigns and feel good about it. You guys gave me shit last week when I said Rusev would win. What? I didn't because I thought Cesaro was going to win. Rusev is our babe. We love him. Uh, What are you talking about? You're high. Sami Zayn (laughs) versus Chris Jericho. Sami Zayn, he needs a win. I'm going to take Chris. I'm 100% taking Chris because I have that uh, title shot in mind for him down the line. Nope. So he needs a win more than Zayn does, even though Zayn does definitely need a win. Women's uh, championship match, Charlotte, Sasha, Bailey. Charlotte. This one's tough. For me. I'm picking Bailey. I'm going to go bold. The brave and the bold, Bailey. Okay, well, I'll... Uh, no, you went Charlotte already, because that's who I was going to pick. Yeah. Hi-ya. Charlotte. Good pick. New Day versus Gallows and Anderson. Who? Who? I think the club takes this it. might be I, the one. <laughs> I think the New Day's reign is over. Me too. I'm going to go with the they club. Are, they are very, very, very close to beating the Axe and Smash record for longest tag team champion. Demolition? Which makes me think that they might let them keep it for one more. We've got too many goddamn current record holders. I say let Axe and Smash keep it. You guys are going... Uh, sure. Let's do it. G&A? Are they not called the club? Not anymore. There's Gallows and Anderson? Yep. No. Uh, I'm going to go New Day. And finally, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens for the WWE Universal Championship. Kevin Owens is leaving with that belt. Kevin Owens. Owens. For me too. I, uh, yeah. Even if he cheats. Yeah. Seth Rollins is, uh, that man's a baby face. Yes, sir. That man is a very big baby face right now. Well, that's good. Okay, that's uh, that's happening on Sunday. Clash of Champions. It's a very cool poster for this, actually. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend you check it out. Also, I highly recommend you check out the interview that Brian Kendrick did. He did one of those sit-down interviews with Michael Cole this week, and it's fucking great. That man is top-notch. Also, if you are a wrestling nerd and a video game nerd, go check out the new uh, WWE 2K17 uh, be a... My career, career mode, yeah, my career, uh, featuring Paul Heyman. It looks pretty neat. Yes, it does. Have you seen that yet, Scotty? No, I saw you and Jason Keatsler talking about it, though. It looks unreal. I'll have to check it out, because I, I want to buy a wrestling game. I really do. I think this is uh, this is going to be a good one. From I'm what still going to wait so to hear what you guys say. I pre-ordered it yesterday. I'm not going to get it, but I'm going to watch Warren probably play a bunch You'll of You'll play on Warren's and be okay, won't you? Uh, yeah, or does, I don't, or does Warren I don't have a rule if you didn't help by this game you're not playing? No, 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 no. Uh, Warren lets me play whenever okay. I want. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's open. Uh, but I just more like to sit there and watch uh, on the wrestling games. I don't like really playing wrestling games anymore. Even the old wrestling games that I used to love playing, I don't like playing anymore. Like, I think that's just a genre that I'm just like, I don't want to, this isn't that much fun for me anymore. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but boy, do I like Warren play. So watch Warren play mm-hmm. him sometimes, especially when weird shit's happening. I'm totally going to align with Paul Heyman. I'm going to tell you that right now. You That's do it. Boy. You You're going to be a Paul Heyman guy? Fucking right. You'd be an idiot not to. Are you kidding me? It didn't Why work out well for Curtis Axel. Fuck around with NXT. Or Ryback. Right Straight to the top, baby. 
That's what I'm all about. Hopefully they do a better job, like, because you said one of the reasons you would do it is because you spend so much goddamn time down there yeah. this game. Hopefully they do they do a good job of, like, balancing that in a way where you have... If you do go to NXT, it's quicker. Yeah. There's a, there's a reason why you wouldn't pick Paul Heyman. Mm. Okay. Uh, so the theme to Clash of Champions this year is Bulletproof by the Young Guns. And I awesome. actually We're really, not going out really to Monster like this, Mash? I like this song an awful no, lot. So we don't own it. We <laughs> always try and ruin the tradition, don't you? I know. We we do this every time there's a pay-per-view. Can we on the Halloween week if there's no, no pay-per-view, can we do Monster Mash? No, we're we doing can't. Cedric Alexander's theme. Oh, that I'd be cool with that too. We're not doing <laughs> that either. We're doing uh, There's probably going to be that, Listen, chances are there's yeah. a pay-per-view that week. Flip a coin. Yeah. If we're doing the odds, there's going <laughs> to yeah. be a fucking pay-per-view. More often than week. not now, there is. <laughs> okay, bulletproof by the Young Guns. You can follow us on Twitter at Satpod at the Diesel Barris. At Brando1990. I'm at Scottbox64. And we will be back next week. Enjoy your Clash of Champions. Uh, tweet us as you watch it. One of us will probably be watching it live. Hopefully. And if not, we'll see your tweets at some point. Scotty, take us out. Until next time, guys. Keep making a mockery of track signing. Woo! Out the time!